Talk Brunch. Served hot. Talk Brunch live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this late night edition of Talk Brunch. It pretty much makes it every edition. Happy belated Valentine's Day. Rick Dyer, a.k.a. Captain Brunch, being joined by co-host Destin Soglow Frazier. Happy belated Single Awareness Day. No, I'm kidding. Oh, that's brutal. Why is it called that? Why did that become a thing? You're not the first person I've heard say that. Why is why is it Single Awareness Day? Because I feel like I feel like on that day, you're either one or two people. You either fuck it or you're not fucking. And depending on which one you're doing, that depends on what the day is. You know, then we should make Thanksgiving Poverty Awareness Day because not everybody can afford to eat turkey. Fuck it, right? Like, let's do it. I feel like every holiday needs a yin and a yang to it. Happy, hope you got a presents winter day, you know, instead of Christmas day. Christmas is Christmas is either Christmas or to the wall day, because you cold as shit no matter what. And that's one of the bigger signs of our culture is one of the facts that they we don't we we can't stand exclusion. We want to be a part of everything. We want to be in a big group, right? We want to be part of the team. <laughs> you gotta be something right. Apparently so. Uh, but yeah, it's a really weird news week. There's a lot of stuff going on. Tonight. I just remember gonna... you told me earlier it was all over the place, and I'm like, oh, this should be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those wacky news weeks where love and wackiness was in the air. I kind of like these ones. These ones are always fun because I legit never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody listening to us live on Twitch and also on the VOD later on. I know you guys tuning in in the morning. And, of course, everyone who will catch the replay across all places podcasts are found, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud Podcasts, Addict Player FM, so on and so forth. I am so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here this week, huh? I mean, I'm excited to be here every week, but something about this week feels different. We have a lot to look forward to. We got the pay-per-view, the Elimination Chamber on Saturday, even though, in my opinion, it still feels like it's just filler. You know? But yeah. it's something. There'll be I something mean, hey, the, chamber, the, ch- the Chamber's always a fun match. That's probably why it is, because that's one of my favorite matches. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's a, I just wish it was placed somewhere differently on the card, you know? Yeah. If I had, like, one desire, it would just be, hey, can we just put this somewhere else? <laughs> I mean, at least for like the ladies, it makes sense. But for the men, not really. I don't think so. Like, I guess for the sake of the fact that this year the United States title is on the line, which it's never been, so it's not like they're doing it to decide the world championship. But the fact that there's a world title match on the elimination chamber paper makes it weird. It feels a little bit weird. As far as just the importance of the matches, no disrespect meant, but like the women's match, isn't this something, isn't it called something like the winner gets a shot at the title women's elimination? Title yeah, match? yeah, basically, uh, see, that's the, that's the one that makes sense for me, because since Rhea chose Charlotte, Bianca doesn't have her challenger set yet, so the winner of that chamber goes on to Mania to battle Bianca. Right. Well, you see what I mean? It's, I guess that one does make sense because it's almost like a second role to WrestleMania. Yeah, like you, you, you got to figure out who the other champion is going to get. Yeah, like for the women, they don't know their champion yet. So whoever wins their elimination chamber becomes basically what the guys became for the Royal Rumble. That makes sense. Yeah. But, and, but I hate to say it, but 
I get that they've been trying to make the United States championship this really significant, relevant championship, which it is in a lot of ways. But they try to get it to match the magnitude of like the world title. And I get that they did that with Rollins and they're doing it with Theory, but it's not there yet. At least for me, it's still at a point where people being in a match, which is basically booked as a match and, and, and uh, you know, portrayed as a match where you can kill each other. It just seems weird for the U.S. title, you know, like I would be if I was a wrestler, like imagine outside of the kayfabe of things, if you're a wrestler, I would look at that match and I would go, no, nah, that's OK. I'll try to catch it next Friday. <laughs> I hate to talk open about the title, challenge, let's go. but exactly like someone's going to open challenge and I'll just be I'll be a gorilla already. I'll be ready to run through the ramp and I'd rather fight the one guy who talks shit next week than to be in there with five other guys in a giant contraption where I could die. It makes more sense for the world heavyweight title for the, for the main championships that this is for the big prize kind of like, of you know, the Royal Rumble. But just to even further my thinking, imagine a Royal Rumble where it would be for the United States championship. Doesn't that sound ridiculous now? <laughs> yes, yeah, that sounds extra weird. <laughs> that alone proves that we're not there. It doesn't matter how many weird outfits Rollins wore while he was defending it or when Cena had the open challenge with it or what Theory's doing. That title, and people are going to hate to hear me say this, but that title only really felt weighted, like weighted, weighted when Goldberg had it. Because Goldberg, people forget because it was so many years ago, but he built his streak on that title. You know what I mean? Like he, his streak wasn't a world heavyweight champion. It was the United States champion that that big crazy streak of squashing people came out in. And the proof of the fact that that's the only time that that mid-card title had any weight is the fact that a lot of people, for some reason, remember it as being the heavyweight title. That's how you know when a mid-card title gets over. When people go, was that the heavyweight title? Or was that the intercontinental <laughs> title? You know what I mean? I could say that I've had to ask that question a few times in my life about the IC title. I had to ask that when it was like stone cold in in the against against like Owen Hart for like the IC title or, or, or something like that. Or like The Rock versus Triple H for the IC title where they felt they managed to get the title over to a point where it felt larger than life. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where getting the title over is important, but this title is not over enough for you to be in the elimination chamber. You know? Yeah, but I can see that. that. But then, but then they're trying to correct. It's just a weird adjustment because they're trying to correct my other complaint about it being a title that screws up whoever the champion is going to be going into a WrestleMania. Because it used to be that uh, you remember it used to be the Elimination Chamber was for the World Title, so there was a chance that you might not have the match you thought you were going to have going into the Royal Rumble. So they fixed that by making it the U.S. Title, but then they break it again by having Sammy versus Roman Reigns as the main event. Because we're still in a situation now, even though we made it the U.S. title, where based on logic, there's a chance that who we think is going to WrestleMania may not be going to WrestleMania. So I still, they still damage the uh, the, the the whole idea of that there's either, there's a couple of things we can do here. I, my suggestion is there should be no pay per view between Royal Rumble and Mania like it used to be. The other one is we just can't have world titles on the line at Elimination Chamber, which I thought was the whole point of putting the U.S. title in there. And uh, not to not to drag on for too long with it, but one of the other things that bothers me about this is uh, the situation with 
Sami Zayn, where it's like it almost gives people like a false sense of hope. We're like, oh, maybe Sami Zayn's going to beat Roman Reigns and go on to WrestleMania against Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Oh. See, I'm just looking at it realistic, and it's like, I know Sami's not going to win. So it's kind of like if you play a remaster of a game, like, for example, use like a Final Fantasy VII. A lot of people who uh, like, are big Final Fantasy VII fans, they enjoyed the story. So you hear the remake coming out, and it's like, okay, let's just enjoy the ride. I know how this is ending. So. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this whole thing with Sami Zayn where, like, I know Sami's not going to win, but I want to see what they do with it on the trip there to make me enjoy the trip to the end. That's true. It's almost like if you watch... Because an example, uh, when we get to Raw, the interaction between him and Cody, that was something really cool to see. Because if you're not an inside person, you're already like, holy shit, Sami might have a chance. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, you know. And no, they have no intention, because I keep hearing this said, there's no intention or plans or, or anything. They're not going to break any titles up into separate titles anymore. That is over. Those are the titles, and that is Roman Reigns' title. That's the reason the U.S. title isn't another thing. If they were going to do it, they would have done it before the Elimination Chamber so that they would have the two separate titles. That is the undisputed World Heavyweight Championship, and they're keeping it that way. Yeah. There, there, there will not be two. And do you think that there should be two? Ooh, so here's it's kind of like a half and half answer with me because on one hand it would be good if there was two because then you kind of get I think we even talked about we might have talked about it before where you get people where there was like the Chris Benoit's and the Eddie Guerrero's where if it wasn't for them being two world titles they would probably never gotten their opportunities but at the same time I like the idea of there being just a single world title but then just make it a single not two belts you know what I mean I don't really care about the design. I mean, I kind of like the double the double belt design because of what it represents. Yeah, it, I, I guess that's just me being like a slight bit nitpicky sometimes. Because I'm like, yeah, it all depends, you know. But you're right. We have spoken on here before. People like Christian, even Edge at the time. It's yeah. not that they weren't qualified to be champions on Raw. It's that a lot of the time when creative and management wasn't sure about them, I noticed over the years they would use the SmackDown Championship, whatever it be, whether World Heavyweight or WWE, whatever they called it, to try a belt on somebody and see how they like it, which in a weird way made it a lesser title, which is one of the reasons why they don't, in my opinion, they don't separate them anymore because in trying to make two equal titles, they ultimately wound up using the SmackDown one like as a, as a test title. And that always made us look at it. Because be real. As a fan, as a longtime fan, you've always looked at the World Heavyweight title a little bit beneath the WWE title. Aside from when Triple H held it and went on his Nature Boy freaking trip where he thought he was the next Ric Flair. That was like the only time I've ever in my life seen that title. Uh freaking treated like the higher title is when triple h got horseman fever he was just like you know man ever since i was a kid which everyone knows about honor about his whole life he always wanted to be he always loved rick flair more than anything and loved the horseman more than anything didn't surprise me at all that he found himself on a monday show and the world heavyweight title the big goal not the regular (laughs) not the regular wwe the world heavyweight title moved over with him and they threw the other one to smackdown that's always on raw and then he he's coming out with a suit and three other guys hmm and one of them is Ric Flair. <laughs> but that's the only time I've ever seen that title treated that way. So the good of that title is that people like Edge 
And I said this before, he made SmackDown his show. He was the poster boy of SmackDown when he was the world champion. And as a result of that, he became a champion that it was fathomable to see him as the WWE champion on Raw and SmackDown or whatever. You know, there are people who, who benefited from that. I feel like Eddie was somebody who, in a way, benefited, even though at the time that was a, uh, a unified championship. But I believe it was, uh, was, it was a SmackDown title, wasn't it? Yeah, when, when Eddie won the WWE title, it was a SmackDown title. Yeah, so I feel like that's the chance for people to get an opportunity that otherwise wouldn't. This would be perfect for Sammy, honestly, if they were to do that. But then they they come across the fundamental problem that they've been trying to correct for all these years, which is we once again would now be looking at it as the lesser title that Sammy has on SmackDown and the big ones on Raw. The women somehow do it right. The women somehow, both those titles feel equal. Whether you're a SmackDown or a Raw Women World Champion, it's like those are the titles. Neither one of them seems like a scrub. And I guess it's because they're both booked like gold. One of them, Charlotte Flair, who's booked like gold automatically, and the other one's Bianca Belair, that's impossible to book incorrectly. So, right. Like, <laughs> I didn't think about that. You can't fuck her up. That's the. <laughs> I, I heard a shoot from her. I don't have it here, but I heard a shoot from her recently where she was talking about how that, that Becky Lynch shit, where she got one hit and, and lost the title, was like the best thing that ever happened to her. Because of the whole journey that she went on and the storyline between her and Becky and how it put her way more over than she was because not everyone can be super, a super person like 24-7. What she ultimately was saying. And she's right, man, you know? Yeah. It seemed weird, but it worked. But you see, that's how you elevate champions. Unfortunately, I think Roman Reigns has to keep both titles as much as I would like Sammy to have one. What's up, Nate? Nate is saying, uh, do you think that the WWE needs a television title with with old NWA rules, 20-minute time limit, and defend it on every show? I mean, that's what they're doing with the TV title. And I kind of feel like every every doesn't every match have a 20-minute time limit at this point? Or do we just stop saying it? I, I mean, that's usually, usually AEW will be the one to mention a time limit. But yeah, like mid-card titles really don't go over 20 minutes anymore. They just got exhausted with the kayfabe of it. The following contest is for one four with a twenty minute time limit. Are we ever gonna really go to twenty minutes? Right. <laughs> and, and and even though it feels like it's something that's possible to happen, you'll feel silly when it does. As a teenager, I just remember thinking like when it did happen, the few times it did, it was like time ran out. Ah, you know. <laughs> there was a few times where I didn't mind it. There were a few times where it was kinda cool. Like early AEW when they used to do it, I was like, oh, that's new. Okay. But I think I did it once in New Japan with like Okada and Omega. They went to like an hour, but it's good to have because then you can you don't have to rule out any possibilities of things that'll happen. You know? Yeah. And some places they do it just often enough to where when you hear there's a time limit, it's in the back of your head. You might not think it's gonna happen, but you know just in case. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get more into the, the, I was going to say the Royal Rumble, which is kind of funny. No, we're talking Elimination Chamber. It's just that it segued into the Rumble. We're going to get more into Elimination Chamber later on today when we do our, our uh, predictions. And also, don't forget this upcoming Saturday, we have the Watch Along. As always, those Watch Alongs are a blast. We're Man, gonna, you talk about the most fun. Yeah, we're going to kick back and we're going to watch Elimination Chamber in this very chat room. If you're watching on, if you're listening on podcast, that is twitch.tv slash talkbrunch. We're going to be in here. And uh, we're going to watch the pay-per-view. We do it with all the pay-per-views, so come hang out. It's going to be a good old time. So, uh, Valentine's Day, love was in the air. And like I've told you, and I've said it for almost the entire time I've been on this show, it is my favorite. I can't call it a holiday because you don't get it off. You get off. You don't get it off. (laughs) But it is my uh, favorite event, if you will. 
And I've said on here before, so I'm not going to go too far into it, but one of the reasons is because of the fact that, you know, everyone will give you a, a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, Happy Thanksgiving, Happy St. Patrick's Day, even though I'm not Irish, whatever, whatever the thing is, Happy Happy Super Bowl Day. You're going to see the Super Bowl? You're going to see the Super Bowl? How many people that don't give a shit about football go to see the Super Bowl? Marks. Goldberg. Marks. Shills. That's what they all are. They just want to be a part of something. You know how I feel Super Bowl season. I always get annoyed every year. I say I can't stand any more than during WrestleMania season when people ask us for a link to where we could watch WrestleMania and I link them to the official site. I can't stand when someone isn't a part of something, but they just decide like toward the big part that they want to celebrate it. Like don't sell out. Don't be that way. What I love about it is that although people can do that for the Super Bowl, they can sell out and go to parties and act like they know the teams and shit when they don't really give a fuck. They just want to be part of the festivities. What I like about Valentine's Day is you don't have that option. You have to earn a Valentine's Day by having a relationship. And relationships are hard work, harder than even this show, which is the hardest thing I've ever done. This show's harder than any work I've ever done as far as keeping it together. Relationships way harder than that. Doesn't mean that they don't pay off. But the point is the fact that everybody has to grind for those, similar to like an MMO means that not everyone has them. They put their points into other things. Rank, dexterity, wrestling, anime, not relationships. So yeah, I enjoy Valentine's Day because it feels like an exclusive party. It's almost like if you guys seen that that movie, The Menu. Menu's an awesome movie. I highly recommend it. Uh, you know, <laughs> he, he doesn't seat, you know, the chef doesn't seat any single people. You have to come and do us. It's an exclusive party. <laughs> So my only question with that is, when does the mess come in? Oh, come on. <laughs> you guys got to watch it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> oh, it's too much. Oh, too much. Shit. So in the spirit of Valentine's Day, I almost lost my segue there with all the joking around. But in the spirit of Valentine's Day, Rey Mysterio uh, was, was out with his wife. And, uh, and it happened again. And it happened again. The, the, the party was crashed. All Ray wanted was a happy Valentine's Day. And instead, this is what happened. Me too. And, you know, I made wine. Okay, let's hear what they said there. So excited for our first Valentine's Day. Me too. And, you know, I made wine in prison from the toilet. I know, I know you made wine in prison, but now we're going to. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Yo, Dominic is such a troll. Yo, the confidence you gotta have to even bring that shit up. Did he say from the? Yes. Me too. You know, I made wine in prison from the toilet. I know, I know you made wine in prison, but now we're gonna have some good wine, okay? Forget about prison. Okay. <sighs> Make sure you get all this. I want you to record my first Valentine's Day with mommy. It's gonna be special. one night without cameras, Dom. But, but I wanted to get everything on camera. Okay, okay. okay. Right. You can stay. Hello, uh, reservation for two under uh, Mysterio. Um, Here he comes. Sorry, there seems to be a misunderstanding. Um, uh, what do you mean? The reservation was for Ray Mysterio, correct? The, well, him and his lovely wife are seated right over there. Are you? Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? No. Seriously? Really, Ray? On Valentine's Day, you decide to ruin my night, my first Valentine's Day with mommy, huh? You're kidding. Are you serious? And not only that, but you ruined my childhood as well? Excuse me, excuse me. You'll need to take this outside or I'm going to have to call you. You know it's funny. You could see Ray Mysterio's wife corpse and you see her? She's been she's the whole Oh and she's trying not to die. Like she's she's trying not to crack up this whole time corpsing her ass off the This is a funny storyline. But yeah, she is he almost broke her when he poured her champagne out though. He almost broke her. 
This is so funny, man. Hey, we don't want to ruin your first no, Valentine's Day with mommy here. We'll give you our day. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Go your head off Wish I could say the same. Okay. Have a good night. Bye, Angie. See, I told you it was going to be a good Valentine's Day. You got it. Thank you. Where's the waiter to get all this? I don't know. Terrible. Come get this crap. Hey, Come on. Hey, you Can you get this out of here, please? Me? Sorry about that. Why am I helping? Thank you. Can uh, can you bring me your most expensive bottle of champagne and your finest chicken fingers? Sure. And hold the ketchup. He doesn't like spice. I do not. Ranch. ranch? We want ranch. Beautiful, yes. Perfect. Cheers. And uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's this is actually pretty good. It is delicious. No raspberries, but yeah, you don't I like raspberries. I almost broke my tooth on that. Hey, another pretty bottle for you guys. Oh yeah, it's just perfect. That oh, yeah, top them up. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Perfect. Can you get that one out of here? This one's been used up. Thank you. I'll take. You guys finished? Uh, I'm still working on it. Yeah, actually. Still don't on. touch it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, can you put it all in the Mysterio tab? Sure. Appreciate oh, it. Um, excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, it's you're an unauthorized user on that account. Are you sure? Sorry. Wait, what? Yeah. You know what? It's okay. it's okay. I got it. Got my wallet here. I can't believe you're actually making me do this. It's ridiculous. You should be on the account. Oh no. Exactly. You want to take away my dessert too? Yeah, no. Come back quickly, please. Oh no. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, your card was declined. Declined. Sorry. Are you sure you're running up? Are you sure about that? <coughs> so sorry you're about kidding. That. There's only one way to run it, right? What's up, Quest? He said the most wanted man on TikTok. I'm just... But <laughs> the way he fucking... Ran. Because that cop probably just there on, on, on dinner, right? He said it's a sting operation. Just the couple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Poor Ray. Oh my god. It keeps happening like every holiday. Is he gonna celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Happy St. Patrick's oh, Day. Fuck he's, gonna, he's gonna just show up at the house, Ray's gonna open the door, he's gonna be like, son, we don't even celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> 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 it's Cinco de Mayo Pendejo. <laughs> Yo, God, I just thought about something. You imagine what April Fools are gonna be like? <laughs> yeah, right. Holy shit! <laughs> Yo, that was, are they gonna show up or not show up for the April Fools? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, so many fun storylines happening right now. <laughs> too, too good. 
All right. I never thought I would be seeing a storyline to have both Undertaker and Kevin Hart in the same thing. It must be Christmas again. I guess Kevin Hart's got tired of being The Rock's partner, right? I think I upgrade at some point. So this is apparently an Undertaker Super Bowl commercial. DraftKings. Now I know it's the Super Bowl and all, but everyone gets a free bet? Man, that's big. Poppy. So what's Cab Betty? They short odds? <laughs> You're both ludicrous. Hey, I heard Kevin's taking the under. The under? Please. I ain't no Undertaker. <laughs> hey, I'm watching you like a hawk. Tony Hawk? Like the bird? All customers, head to the DraftKings Jesus. Sportsbook app to claim your free bet now. Kev, your face is delicious. DraftKings. Jesus, who put that together? Freaking Kevin Dunn? Quoting it, your face is delicious. Didn't it seem like a Kevin Dunn put together piece? You know the way Kevin Dunn will have yes. the legends? <laughs> the legends will all show up and be like, I am the boogeyman. And I am, <laughs> you oh. know, and I am million dollar man. And they just go away. It just seemed like it was just, uh, they just phoned it in. Whatever. There, we cover Valentine, we cover Super Bowl. I know there was drama at that game. That's why I'm glad I don't watch. You know? Everybody got disappointed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of the guys probably got popped. So, yeah. No, no, the penalty thing that happened. Oh, see, I didn't hear about that. Uh, Yeah, let's not talk about it. Make it even better. So in a bit more WWE 2K23 news, apparently we have Nikki Bella's entrance. So get ready to cover your eyes, considering how bad the other entrances have been. I mean, the fact that they're showcasing it to me tells me they must be proud of it. No, that ain't it, Chief. <laughs> what is wrong with the graphics next gen that's what I was talking about sick what happened I'm not sure dude I told you guys last week when we sat here and we and and the three of us went through all of the textures and shit I told you something was suspicious uh, gonna probably mute this in the audio. Don't mute it. We're not. We're not. Or we could jump the song. That was a very interesting song. It fits her character there. Very but- yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that game. Quest of the Nicky on Plastic Surgery UH Quest. Ah. And we know that better faces are possible. Hogwarts Legacy has better faces, you know? You'll get heat. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Like the, fact that, like the fact that it's written by a brilliant woman isn't the only reason why. Uh, <laughs> why it's good. It also has a good good freaking graphics engineer behind it. I love how you're always making a point to throw that part out there. The fact that the lore was done by a fucking genius and a great hero. To all of humanity has nothing whatsoever <laughs> to do with how good the graphics are on that. Just because she, I admire this woman greatly, you know, doesn't mean that uh, other things didn't go into it. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I don't know why this game can't get its shit together. J.K. Rowling wasn't involved in it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. We need a brilliant woman. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I scared away all the brilliant tits. women. I need genius tits, all right? Those always come up with good crap. Is this the same? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so the full roster has been unveiled. Yes. And in alphabetical order, we have AJ Styles, Akira Tozawa, Alba Fire. Damn, they got her in early. Uh, Alexa Bliss, yeah. Aaliyah, Andre the Giant, Angel Garza, Angelo Dawkins, Apollo Crews, Asuka, Austin Theory, Axiom, another one that they got in pretty late in the game. Batista. Well, actually, the the type of quick Axiom and Alba. That seems that seems pretty easy because I mean it's A Kid and Kayla Ray who were in the game last year. So. That's true. They just had to reskin them. Batista, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Beth Phoenix, Bianca Belair, Big Boss Man, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Boogeyman. I don't think we need Boogeyman. I think they just they they probably don't have to pay a lot of royalties for those legend contracts. They just throw a few people in. Booker T, yeah. Ron Strowman, Brett the Hitman Hart, Brie Bella, British Bulldog, Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Bruno San Martino, Brutus Creed, Butch. Uh, Cactus Jack, Cameron Grimes, Carmella, Carmelo Hayes, cool, I'm glad he's in there, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Charlotte Flair, China, Cody Rhodes, Commander Aziz, it's funny, he's in there as Commander Aziz, <laughs> that's great, he's not in there as Dabakato, not yet, this is how we update, Cora Jade, Cruz del Toro, Who's uh? By the way, for anybody that didn't know, he hangs out with Joaquin Wilde, who I'm assuming is in here somewhere. Who happens to be Zima Ion. Zima. <laughs> I can't believe you even got it in there. You got to remind people where Zima Ion is, man. Every time they see Legado del Fantasma, they just see they just see the leader and two dudes. You know how many oh, times people have been like, "Hey, whatever happened to that Zima Ion guy? Damn it, he's one of the Legado del Fantasma." I'm gonna remind everyone. I was show, literally show. programmed to not even think about that joke until we start talking about the weakness. I'm gonna any chance I get, man. I gotta do something for Zima. Oh, no geez. one else is. Right. <laughs> I had somebody once a couple years ago looking at the screen. Like looking at the screen in my house, and I said Zima, and they they squinted, leaned in, and went, "That's Zima, I am." <laughs> that is guy. grand. It's funny because he has such a personality everywhere else that he goes. Right? They, it's their fault. We know that the guy is memorable. Like, what did they do to that poor guy? Just tell him oh, where's that's Zima. That's so messed up, right? I like them. A few, for a while, I'm not going to lie. For a while there, I even was forgetting. But I remember now. Oh, I, I remember now. Anyway, uh, Dakota Kai, awesome. Damon Priest, fantastic. Dana Brooke, Dexter Loomis, Diesel, instead of Nash, Boo, Dohink, nobody wants that. Dolph Ziggler, Dominic Mysterio, great. Dewdrop, fuck. They didn't get it. They could have to change it to Piper and Evan, man. Uh, Drew Gulak. Drew McIntyre, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, Elias, Eric Bischoff, Eric from the Viking Raiders, Ezekiel. 
I had to remember who that was for a minute, dude. I, honestly, you too. You too. I was thinking, you know, for, why did my mind go to Ezekiel Jackson? When I when I first saw it, I thought, are you kidding me now? Ezekiel Jackson? Bro, why? Get the fuck out of my head. I literally thought the same thing. I was like, put Ezekiel Jackson in the game. With the, with the recycled, with the recycled bro for music. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I was about to pop. I was like, wait a minute. I get to hear, hear, click, and calm, dominate. Like, <laughs> Oh man, so we get Elias and Ezekiel. That's a waste. I mean, it was a funny joke, but I don't want it in the game, you know. I'll um, just do like I do with some of the people just pretend he doesn't exist. Yeah, Farouk, Giovanni Vinci, Finn Balor, Gigi Dolan, Goldberg, Grayson Waller, Happy Corbin, Hollywood Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Humberto Carrillo, The Hurricane, Elia Dragnoff. Indy Hartwell, EO Sky, Ivar of the Viking Raiders, JC Jane, Jake the Snake Roberts, JD McDonough, Jerry the King Lawler, Jay Uso, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, Jimmy Uso, Jim the Mahal, Joaquin Wild, aka Zima Ion, <laughs> JBL, <laughs> John Cena, Julius Creed, Kane, Karrion Cross, Katana Chance, Caden Carter. Those two really were uh, meant to be together, huh? Like even oh, the freaking, yeah. and even when you alphabetize their names, they're right there with each other. You know what the bad part is? What you should have done when you got to Walking Wild, you should have named him last and be like, because technically he's Zima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right for him in Z. <laughs> Kevin Nash, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Kurt Angle, L.A. Knight, Lacey Evans. I wonder what Lacey Evans has been. So many different gimmicks for her. Liv Morgan, Lita. Logan Paul, Ludwig Kaiser, Mace. Fuck. Why do we have Mason here? <laughs> the only thing I want from them is every time you hit a button, he does a magnum. I don't want him to have any actual moves. Just magnum. I like their intro. But is he Mace? He's, he's going to be Mace as in like Retribution Mace, right? I don't know. Cause his name's not Mace when he's a when he's when he's Mace. It's Monse or whatever. They're gonna give us the fucking retribution version of that guy by himself. Oh, that's cheap, cheap WWE. Macho Man Randy Savage, Madcap Moss, Mansoor. Yeah, he's Mansoor. He's not Mansoor. Oh, they got both of them in there. First Mason, he's he's still regular Mansoor, the one that used to look out up to Mustafa. That's terrible. Matt Riddle, Maurice. Molly Holly, Montez Ford, Mr. McMahon, Mustafa Ali, MVP, Natalia, Nikki fucking Ash. Oh, man. See, this roster is already hurting me, dude. Like, they, they picked up at a bad, bad point. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Nikki Bella, Nikita Lyons, Noam Dar. Oh, I forgot all about him. Where the hell has Noam Dar been? Um, They haven't officially brought him over to uh, NXT yet, but I know he was in that last group of the NXT UK. I'm wondering, I'm, I've been wondering if they're going to sneak him in at some point. Wow. Omas, Otis, Queen Zelina, Randy Orton, Raquel Rodriguez, Razor Ramon, Reggie. So he's not going to be, what's that new thing that he is now? Papaya Not man? Reggie. He's the Papaya Man from the, from the GT tour. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like. Ray Mysterio. Put that orange ass mask on him and tell me it's not fucking Reggie. Like, what the fuck? Ray Mysterio, Rhea Ripley, Rick Boogs, Ricochet, 
Rich Holland, Rikishi, Rob Van Dam, Robert Roode. Where the hell has Robert Roode been? Uh, neck injury. He's been out. Gotcha. Roman Reigns, Ronda Rousey, Roddy Roddy Piper, Roxanne Perez, R-Truth, Sami Zayn, Santos Escobar, Scarlett, Scott Hall, Seth Rollins, Shane McMahon, Shanky, Shawn Michaels, Shayna Baszler, Sheamus, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Shotzi, Solo Sokoa, Sonya Deville, Stacey Keebler, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stephanie McMahon, six. <laughs> Why not have him in there? Oh, he is in the Olsen there's Xbox. Yeah, that, that was a uh, NWO Xbox. Why? You see what I mean? What was the difference? A leather jacket and a black shirt? Yeah. Still, Sean Waltman. We don't need X-Pac and Six in here. Tamina, T-Bar, Ted DiBiase, The Miz, The Rock, Titus O'Neil, Tommaso Ciampa, Triple H, Trish Stratus, Tyler Bate, Ultimate Warrior, Umaga, Undertaker, Vader, Veer Mahan, Gunther, Wesley, Xavier Woods, Zia Lee, X-Pac, Yokozuna, and Zoe Stark. And then with the Ruthless Aggression Pack, you get Brock Lesnar 2001, which I guess means he wears the black trunks. You get the prototype John Cena, which I guess means he wears the glow, the, the gold trunks and has the weird crew cut. He looks like that kid who does the thumbs up, but like, he <laughs> ster- like if he did steroids. He looks, he looks like Spike off of Little Giants. Uh, you get Randy Orton, 2002. That was, that was what's his name? The, the ridiculous. You get Overdrive, hey, Randy Orton. Nothing you can say. No, before that. <laughs> before that, really? Really? Before that? Oh, that guy? Oh, God. Yeah. You get some OVW guys here. And you, you get them back. They're all OVW versions. And then you get Leviathan, future future known as Batista. That's back when he used to wear freaking mascara and shit. Remember that? God. Hardly anybody that remember that. <laughs> and then you no, get the bad. A lot of people don't remember the mascara and the soul patch. That was just the dark days, right? And then you get the Bad Bunny bonus pack that has Alberto Del Rio. No, I'm kidding. It has Bad Bunny. It <laughs> <laughs> was such a bad joke. It was good, right? I don't know why. I, I tried that. to move on. I couldn't do it. It just felt stupid Look, when I looked at it on the program and it just said Bad Bunny bonus pack Bad Bunny. <laughs> like, duh, Bad Bunny bonus pack Bad Bunny. What else would it be? So just like. Uh, see, see, and, and, and here's a special, here's a really cool part, though. If you pre order at GameStop, the Bad Bunny bonus pack comes with a Boto Del Rio, a bag of Coke, and a domestic violence charge. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> now he's going to do a podcast. He's going to do a shoot interview just to defend himself because of that one. Oh, it's going to be like a three hour fucking podcast. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You know, every time somebody says shit, even if they imply anything with that guy, we, we better say allegedly, he'll sue you. All I'll say right now, that crazy ass <laughs> mugshot that, here, that always pops up every time somebody talk about him says it's much different. <laughs> that looks like a motherfucker who has done everything, okay? <laughs> oh my god. There's a guy who we haven't seen back on, on the uh, the roster for the game. They're going to have to make our own Alberto Del Rio. What kind of nonsense is this? I'm not buying this. Wouldn't that be great if that was the thing that broke everybody? That's that, that was the straw, right? What do you mean, no Alberto Del Rio? That'd be fucking awesome. Pass. Next year. It's like, the, <laughs> it's like the no action guy became a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean there's no Alberto Del Rio? I'm done. Oh my god, now I want somebody to put it back in the game next year just to see how everybody said And there's also a John Cena showcase, as you know, but there's been more details about that showcase. 
Yes, I'm excited. Apparently, uh, what is this? This is the list of matches that you get to play as him. So you start off with SmackDown 2002, John Cena versus Kurt Angle. John Cena for Kurt Angle in 2002? No, I'm kidding. I know. You, I know. You don't understand. For like a fraction <laughs> of a fraction of a second, I was like, is this motherfucker serious? <laughs> so it's basically going to be the, the what's your name? John Cena. What is it that you have? Ruthless aggression. He's going to slap him and he's going to lose. <laughs> so, so you must play Kurt Angle in that match because you told me that yeah, in, a match it, um, where... in this showcase, it's all matches that um, Cena, people have, who have beaten Cena. So it's people like Kurt Angle, Triple H. You're going to be playing as them this time around. Gotcha. That makes sense. But I do have, when you get through the rest of those matches, there is one really cool fucking detail, and I'm so excited for it, and it makes me actually really excited to play this showcase twice. Oh yeah, what's that? 2K has gone as far as to make cutscenes for if Cena beats you. One, in an example, because everybody knows uh, the Cena RVD one is going to be in there. If Cena beats you in that match, there's literally a part in... um in the cutscene where Cena will try to go up to the top rope and celebrate and the ref will pull him down and tell him just to go because of that one sign that was in the Hammerstar ballroom. If Cena wins, rewire it. Mm-hmm. So they literally go as far as to show you what would have happened if Cena would have won all these matches. Interesting. So basically like a bad ending type deal. Yeah, basically. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what they did with our uh, raise last year. So from what I'm understand, yeah, they said angle angle gloats about beating a red issues like open challenge. So they give you bullet points here. A young unknown named John Cena answers the challenge looking to make a great first impression with the WWE universe. The next match you have is him at SummerSlam two thousand and eight. John Cena versus Batista, OVW alumni. It's a modern version of Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, I guess so, in the sense that like neither one of them had particularly a really promising move set at that point. And, nah. and uh, but if you had to choose, you would choose the Hogan S. John Cena over the uncharismatic Batista. Even though really the Hogan Warrior, th- you can't compare it. No, they should stop because Hogan and Warrior, the fans were split. Nobody gave a fuck about Batista during that feud. <laughs> you know, the fans were split down the middle. There were people. You no, know, they don't think that far with these comparisons. <laughs> There were people who cried when Hogan lost. You know, as shitty as that is, you know, people who cried about that. So no, not yeah, the but same. this is that one where uh, Batista powered on him and injured his neck. Next, you have uh, SummerSlam 2006, John Cena versus Edge, and Edge has done everything he can to hold on to the title in nefarious ways. At SummerSlam, if he's disqualified, he loses the championship. A rivalry that raged for seven months continues as Edge looks to prove he's got the inside track to defeating Cena. New Year's Revolution 2006, John Cena versus Edge, the historic first ever cash-in of the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah. And exhausted John Cena is forced into defending his WWE Championship immediately after surviving the Elimination Chamber. But they don't have the Elimination Chamber match listed between the two? No, because Cena won the Chamber. Yeah, but you would have to win the Chamber of Cena and then switch over to Edge. Isn't that the way this would work? No, because since there was a cash-in, it counted as a match. So the Elimination Chamber. So you have the Elimination yeah, Chamber. That, that, one's, that one's kind of weird. That yeah, that kind of sucks. I want to see how they're going to pull that one off. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. They're probably just going to show you the Elimination Chamber as a cutscene, which is dumb. That should have been the match. But anyway. 
Night of Champions 2008, John Cena versus Triple H. Cena made Triple H tap out at WrestleMania 22 to show he was on the level of the game. At Night of Champions, Triple H looks to prove that he can correct it. Yeah, they go pretty fast through his years, huh? Yeah. This one's one. They, um, especially like how they did Ray's uh, showcase. Yeah, time skips quite a bit. SummerSlam 2014, John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, that's pretty. I consider that modern age wrestling. Backlash 2003, John Cena. They're not putting these in any order than John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, they're probably going to be played out in order, but they're just throwing out the ones I guess that they announced. Yeah, so you fight Brock Lesnar, two versions of him. That's why there's the different Brock Lesnar selectable on the roster. Vengeance 2003, Cena versus The Undertaker. Hell in a Cell 2009, John Cena versus Randy Orton. SummerSlam 2021, John Cena versus Roman Reigns. WrestleMania 28, John Cena versus The Rock. SummerSlam 2016, John Cena versus AJ Styles. WrestleMania 34, John Cena versus The Undertaker. ECW One Night Stand, John Cena versus Rob Van Dam. RVD looks to cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase with an incredible home ring advantage. RVD promised to rename the WWE title into the ECW title if he was victorious. That's pretty cool. So we get to go to Hammerstein. Yep. Wow. I mean, that mode looks cool. Yeah, they've, from the little bit I've seen here and there, and like some of like the little promo cutscenes that they do, it looks like they put a ton and a half of work into this. And it's going to be cool getting to hear Cena narrate it, just like Ray did for last year, even though Cena was on the losing side of these matches. King Quest said, are we, are we going to play as Ray Mysterio after he won the title, then loses it to Cena later that night? You remember that time? <laughs> I'll talk about that. <laughs> There's a reason in last year's showcase <laughs> they just had you win the title from Miz and then they stopped it there oh surreal that is nuts alright well I guess we should run a weekly right <laughs> weekly we don't want those to pile up on us oh god no this ain't like the old days we did it all in one shot Mm-mm. we sprinkled them bitches now so I guess let's do SmackDown, obviously. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So SmackDown came to us from Eukinsville, Connecticut, the Mohegan Sun Arena, not too far from where Vince the Man lives. <laughs> Why did I call him Vince? You can go ding dong ditch Vince's house, then go to the show. No, I'm no, he lives in a he, he lives in a gated community. You can't. There's only white people allowed. I'm I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm only kidding. Uh, people are gonna be like, you know, he said there's only white people allowed. But is it, seriously, there is really a lot of white people there. Yeah. Anyway. You will stand out. of relevancy is under a two-pronged attack. Sammy Zayn. Psychopathic rebel and insane competitor. Insane in the membrane. I'll stop. No. Can you imagine Sammy Zane? Universal heavyweight. The American dream, Dusty Rhodes, raised an idiot for a son. This is everything. It's the tribe. It's Roman Reigns is the chief. Without these titles, no Roman Reigns. 
Why did Sammy have to come in there like if he was a thief in the night? You work for SmackDown, don't you? Calm down. Sweating, you're nervous. Don't worry, I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. No one is here to protect you. Roman Reigns' days as Universal Champion are numbered. I left the bloodline. What do you think happens with Solo? The second Roman Reigns saw that he could think for himself. How long do you think that goes till that blows over? Let's be honest, the way you look at Roman Reigns, you look at him like the sun shines out his ass. Bloodline is on its way out. Hey, Paul, hey, Paul, listen to me. Tell Roman he doesn't need to worry about Cody because I am going to be the one to take him down. Well, the second time in five nights that Paul Heyman was... Now Sammy has a pair of balls out of nowhere. ...championship match later on tonight. Well, he's going to have to be of that record-breaking tag championship reign will continue. <laughs> Sheamus and McIntyre looking to shut them up. Next. Is that what these guys have been reduced to? Just two guys in the background? <laughs> yes. Because I, mean, I haven't seen them in so long that I didn't know who that was before. Look at them in the background. They're just happy to be there. Hi. Not it's funny way. that Drew's the least over in this group right now. Yeah, bring the other two guys back. <laughs> They're behind them. They're right there. <laughs> we might already have a screenshot. Not that <laughs> one right there, too. Fingers up. Let's go. After banger. <laughs> in Drew's case, though, none of those bangers are in front of a crowd. Hit Row are officially jobbers. Like beating people up, including themselves. So anyway, and look, it was supposed to be us versus Drew and Sheamus. Mm. Top dollar let his mouth run away with himself because they talk about oh. Yeah, see they treat them like shit now. Ain't that a bitch though? <laughs> The shame. Like I just, what happened? You know? Like, is it because he didn't clear the top rope? Like I don't. Wait, come back. Yes, they crossed him. With a shot and there's white noise. They don't give a shit about them. Uh, it was fun while it lasted. And and Sarah Logan's look as Valhalla is good. I don't know if her promos are gonna work for it though. Still sounds like Sarah Logan. Nice and nice, Showtime. Look, just hit me back when you get this message. This fatal four-way match is mine. I want to hear you say it. I am going to make Rey Mysterio suffer down. Why are you so obsessed with Rey Mysterio? Shouldn't you have higher aspirations as a younger guy? So weird. Doesn't make you look strong at all. And you Lacey make Evans, that same mistake they made with him in NXT. Lacey Evans with her new gimmick against Carmen. Carmen. Harris, Harris. Whose mother is this? Damn. <laughs> that was 
the first thing I thought when I saw her. Oh, she's a bit rough. But I guess she's just there to be enhancement talent. Like she looks like a she looks like an NPC in GTA. Like she does, right? <laughs> I can't even get a good shot of her. Poor Jimmy's not getting callbacks from Jay. I, I take it that means you haven't reached your brother Jay. I've been trying all day, OG. Oh, little bro, nothing. He's not getting a hold of me. I need him to hit me back, Bruce. All I need tonight is the biggest night. Go out there and defend these tag championships with no partner. What you think? I got held hostage by, by, by a psychopathic Canadian. 15 security guards for every guy playing blackjack. Trying to get a hold of Jay. Nobody's here. Solo's not here. Wait a minute. You can help defend these with me tonight, right? I'm the <laughs> Why would you even think that? Because <laughs> because if ain't nobody else around, shit, I ain't got no other options. You're gonna have to do this on your own. That's like when Goku is gonna fuse the Patal with Mr. Satan. Be yeah, that's all. <laughs> Jay's in the same scenario. Like this is all I get. WWE SmackDown Tag Team Title Match: The Usos, Jimmy and Jay. There he is. Defending against Braun Strowman and Ricochet. <laughs> what do you think happened? Look at that. Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> he could have just it's left. Right, when, I, when I saw Jay coming down the stage, my first thought was mm, every step, Ricochet and Braun's chances go farther and farther away. <laughs> they should have made it that Sammy once again came in to help Jimmy defend it. Oh, that'd be <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Roman would be pissed. Oh, this was a fun match, though. This was good. Yeah, yeah, no complaints. Ricochet's really doing solid now, you know? They're letting him be Ricochet, and he doesn't suck. Smack I told you a long time ago, SmackDown was where he needed to be. Back when they had him on Raw. Braun Strowman has no business here right now, though, honestly. Like, he's not really doing anything. At this point, like you could just send him to NWA with EC3 so he can control the narrative. Like he doesn't look bad physically. He's solid. It's just he doesn't really have anything going on better than anyone else right now. You know. This... And like when you look at it realistically, he rubs so many people the wrong way, where it's just like nobody really cares to see him anymore. Yeah. Like like we'd rather have the flip floppers. Like we. <laughs> but hey, look at that! They made a storyline out of him making fun of smaller guys. He got X Pac and Kane. That drive-by shit it, he does never works, or whatever you call it. That cheap does, trade. It, 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 when it does work, nobody ever cares. Like, it doesn't actually want to mean anything. That was beautiful. I love the way he sold that shooting star. Very Ram Dan Van Dan-esque. Whether the bloodline is still intact. You want to win, Hoos? Hey, but let me ask you something, man. You win? Hey, Hoos. Or you out? I don't know you. I don't know. I'm out for now. Is that your brother? Yeah. Did he say anything? Nah. Yeah. He. He. Please welcome 
Oh my god. Natalia's hat accompanying her to the ring. Chest, something that's been weighing heavily on my heart. Jaina Baszler took me out. It was nothing more than a cheap knockoff version of Ronda Rousey. I'm gonna win Chamber. I'm gonna punch my ticket to WrestleMania. You're calling me a knockoff Ronda Rousey. I was signed to this company. I've heard of a knockoff Nigel. I've heard of a knockoff Ronda. Right. Is it because they drove through MMA? Like, is that the joke? Oh, it was a swerve. I don't know why Natty wouldn't know that. And here's Shotzi. See, the problem with that is, though, is you can't crack a joke like that on somebody and then fall for that trick. Like, it's just... I just know Roman pretty well, and you know him even better, which, by the way, I never got a chance to tell you. Look, all I, all I want to say is this. We're eight days away from something huge, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm telling you, he's going down, okay? There's a way out of this, and I don't know if we're going to get a chance to talk about this again. In case we don't, I just want to let you know, I acknowledge you. Sam, you better get out of here with that, man. Yeah, because I don't believe Jay would actually turn on the bloodline. Since the Mountain Dew pitch black match. No, 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 wrong, wrong. We're not talking about that right now. It's done. It's in the past. We're looking forward. Future. What is the future? The future is L.A. Knight. Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville in the tag match against Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> I was trying to roll. I was trying to make more Spanish. Rodriguez. It's not like you, it's not like you tried Raquel to roll Rodriguez. and forgot that she doesn't have her old last name all in the same shot. Yeah, she's not Gonzalez anymore. They wanted to really Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> they wanted to really do the shit. However, they changed her last name and she smiles. Her real name was Gonzalez, right? Yeah, I believe so. That's probably why I didn't like that. They didn't want her to be marketable for herself. They want to own you. You're Rodriguez. Nah, I won't do it again. Yeah, please don't. But they really trying to like... It vibrates in my ears and it feels weird. Yeah, they're trying to ethnize her. Yeah, we're doing... What's that shit called? Where people fuck with your ears with their mics? Oh, God. I can't remember what the fuck. ASMR? ASMR? Oh yeah, hey, yes, I'm <laughs> Anyway, let's go. Live longer. I know what it is, but that's what I see. Hey, you want some smur? Or we'll lick the mic. <laughs> so stupid. You feel good. Thanks to you, babe. I look great. Why is it thanks to Emma? You put her in her Fuck about though. And she believes that everyone will rise for Ripley. Three years ago. Rhea Ripley chose me. She knew that beating me meant that you were here, that you were at the top, right? Um, but here's the thing. She was young, she was green, and she wasn't ready. I would hope she's ready. And I'm still saying the same thing. So is Rhea Ripley finally on Charlotte Flair's level? It's going to take more than just three years to get on that. Rhea said that I put her in her place three years ago. No, I didn't put her in her place. I taught her a lesson. 
at SoFi Stadium in front of 80,000 fans, I'm going to put Rhea Ripley in her place. Brutal. Charlotte being a cocky. I guess she forgot she was a babyface again. Yeah. She's like an arrogant babyface. Imperium watching from the Skybox Intercontinental title number one contender Fatal four way match Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar And Madcap Moss being accompanied By Emma and Karrion Cross Being accompanied by Scarlet Surprisingly out of all of the things That they decided they could have done with this match They decided to go with Madcap Moss huh? It was a surprise So there was that I mean he does look good He's just not interesting yeah. I would have went with Santos Escobar. I haven't really done much with him. But, uh, while we're talking about the Intercontinental Championship, fucking congrats to Gunther. Another record broken. He's now the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, I think, in the last 25 years. I think it's a number. That is crazy. It doesn't feel that long. I'm telling you, man, when, they do, when that dude gets to hold the championship, strap in because he going to have him a long time. <laughs> This match looks really fun, though. Yeah, I love that all the NXT talent has finally got pushed up to the main roster. We're getting some real athleticism and physicality here. Oh, look at that. Did she get kicked there? That's what it looked like, right? When she tripped him? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She just pulled his leg. <laughs> That's awesome. She's, she's okay. That's funny. <laughs> like he gave her a back kick. Damn, I know you got to be careful on that elbow, but none of it, you got none of it. And like Imperium got to see. I was just on the phone with the tribal chief, and I would have put you on the phone with him, but um, there's no reception in here. He's very, very proud of you, and you were 100% right. Your brother is very loyal to you. He needs the two of you to stay home and watch the show on television. Sometimes you see things on TV that you don't see when you hear live. But couldn't he just record it? Or download it. Anyway, that's the <laughs> ominous ending of the show. Paul Heyman saying, hey man, you ever thought about watching SmackDown on TV so that you could see the parts that you missed? And then walking away. They should have put, the, put the brought to you by Hulu logo on the bottom, right? Oh, my God. That would have made such a great Hulu ad, right? There are things you can see at home that you didn't necessarily catch live. Just like Jay here. Or just like Jimmy here, rather. <laughs> Unfreaking believable. But yeah, poor Sammy. I think that he's going to wind up getting screwed over by Jay. I think Jay will ultimately stay with the bloodline. But how we get there is going to be what's interesting. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Well, Sammy, you were not supposed to be here tonight on Friday Night SmackDown. What compelled you to come here and go out there and confront Paul Heyman? Same thing that's compelled me my, my whole career. And it's to send a message. To send a message that... In eight days, eight days from tonight, I have an opportunity to send the biggest message ever. I have a chance to take down the, the biggest bully, manipulator, abuser, liar, whatever you want to call him, 
I know, by the way, he just so happens to be the most dominant champion of our era, one of the most dominant champions of all time. I have a chance to send the biggest message I could ever send, and I have a chance to take, to take him down. And I'm not stupid. I understand who I'm dealing with. I understand that this is one of the greatest of all time. And when he says he's operating, he's, a, he's in God mode, and he's operating on a different level, that's true. I've been alongside him for the last 10 months. Every word of it is true. But I know, I know, I can bring him down. And I'm going to bring him down. And I'm going to send a message to him and to everybody that Sami Zayn is here. So that's, that's what compels me. A very impressive victory for these two ladies tonight. And you both certainly showed that you guys have some chemistry out there in the ring. However, in just eight days at Elimination Chamber, it will be every woman for themselves with the trip to WrestleMania. It's Liv Morgan and... Raquel, you are... Raquel? Quite literally my biggest competition heading into Elimination Chamber. And as much as I hate to admit that I did kind of a little bit enjoy tagging with you like this much tonight... Do you know I'm going to enjoy more? Competing against Bianca Belair for her Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. <laughs> Liv, thank you for tonight. And much oh, respect. Course. I have so much fun with you competing on SmackDown. But I know that you are my biggest competition with having the most experience in the chamber. Next weekend, I plan on showing up and showing out. So how about we get through Monday? And then on Saturday, we'll see what happens. Well, Gunter, we all saw it. A Gunter. Victory tonight by Madcap Moss, and he will be your next challenger for the Intercontinental Championship next week on Friday Night SmackDown. Do you have a message? First things first. To me personally, it doesn't matter who the challenger is. I approach every challenger the exact same way. But let's be honest. Let's assess the situation here. I mean, look at him. He looks fantastic, great physique, amazing competitor, but he's not the man to take my spot and hold this prestigious championship. And if I share a little word of advice today, I would say be happy of what you achieved today. You should feel happy and celebrate because next week he's going to feel humbled. Uh-oh, are you going to break his back? He's going to experience... <laughs> What it means I'm not finishing that joke. With the ring, general. I don't even know the SmackDown song. SmackDown brought in 2.390 million viewers with a point six in the 18 to 49 demographic. Uh, up a bit from the 2.26 million, point fifty five that they did last week. Still over 2 million, you know. They're having a Still good old SmackDown time. Everybody. Yeah, they're kicking everybody's ass. But if you didn't have enough Sami Zayn, he was actually with Ariel Helwani. Did you hear about this? I heard about this. I haven't watched this interview, but I've heard about it. Yeah, because it's not an interview. It's the two of them cooking together. Hello, everyone. Ariel Helwani here, and welcome to my kitchen. Today, we have a very special guest joining us. His name, Sami Zayn, one of the biggest stars 
in the WWE. He is a massive fan, you may know this, of a particular British baking show. And so we invited him to our BT kitchen to whip up a little something or two. I can't wait. Ready, steady, bake. Okay, let's jump ahead. We can't watch this whole thing. Show, right? Yeah. And so we figured Great you're British big. Bake Off. Yes, That's yes, right. yes. Yeah. You have openly campaigned to be the host. You've well, I'm not the host. Yes, I think you, you retweeted something. Oh, you said, I did yeah, kind of. You did, yeah. Have you ever watched it? Yes. Okay. Liar. <laughs> I can tell. I'm very convincing. Yeah. It's a <laughs> you see, he even knew it a lot. <laughs> Come on, man. Yes. Okay. <laughs> very good. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 like on a Sunday afternoon sure. at home, you like to whip something up for the yeah. family. Every Sunday. Perfect. Yeah. Well, uh, we wanted to, because we know that you're a yeah. vegan, yeah, we wanted you, to man. make some uh, Sami Zayn inspired vegan cupcakes. I know it was meant to be a simplistic recipe, but looking at it all on paper, I was a little overwhelmed because truth be told, even though I'm a huge fan of the baking show and all that, I actually don't think I've ever baked. <laughs> so I will help you. I'll be sort of your uh, sous chef. Wow. Yeah. I will That's a big revelation. Work in the kitchen. Well, you know the <laughs> He's like the guy from the menu. There's another reference. Oh. Get him an apron. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Okay. okay. All right. Did you get out of line? Get the apron off, Sammy. It's a fucking setup. Yeah, I feel like you can kind of like fool people into thinking you're good at something. And the presentation here is, you know, I look like someone who knows how to how to cook right now, but you do. Really Just like the guy in the menu. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is admittedly not my recipe. As a seasoned baker. Sure, okay. This is not my recipe. Feel free so to let's put your own little spice or let's two Let's take into it. Uh, a look at this. We can I'm start also with... realizing it's been a minute since I cooked. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah, yeah a long I'm minute. On the road a lot. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of cooking and yeah. baking. Uh, okay, let's start All with right, the, uh, raw the oven. Apple cider. Did, no, did no, you... we'll start with the we'll start with the stuff here. Oh, you want to look the, at the, the ingredients first? Been... <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, my sous chef is on top of it. Okay, you have a cup of almond milk, half a cup and a half. Where is it? Come on now. Sous chef, this is on you We have you now. everything. We have everything. Did you? Yes. But I feel like you wanted to go over the laundry list here. Did you not? This is great. Uh, okay, I actually we don't got see the, the almond milk. Oh, the almond milk. No, don't, don't question me. I'm okay. on top of things. Uh, this is the almond milk right over here for you. It's original. Okay, organic. That's good. <laughs> so where do you want to start here? Do we get to I it? I think we start at the top, right, with the, uh, the apple cider vinegar. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're, but these are just ingredients. So I'm going, I'm showing the ingredients. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I don't saying, understand. All right, so let's get into it. We have to put it in here. Lay out, and then we no, pour it no, all. you lay out, look, lay out 12 baking cups. Pour, oh, pour, you're at step three. Yes. But you're pointing to, to the ingredients. Uh, here you have two guys, a tag team, if you will, who have never worked We, I don't think that anybody's having any cupcakes today. No. Let's, let's <laughs> jump ahead here. I'll make a public run. I'll be back. Let's see. So, uh, how should I do this? <laughs> Rock wow. Apparently very good for your gut. They look <laughs> really lost. <laughs> gut health, people. Very important. Like, they're like, what do we do with all of this shit? It's out. Now what? They're like, there's all the ingredients. They just thought it was going to come together like in a game. Like, they thought they were going to see like a blue meter start going across the top of the screen and then poof, there's the stuff. Got all the ingredients. What happened? Yeah, you first. Yeah. yeah. I'm not supposed to taste oh, that oh shit. Oh my god! No! 
<laughs> Dude, even I know that. Yeah, it's so horrible. Strong. It's vinegar. It's oh, vinegar. What do you like? Apple cider is sweet. Oh god, that's a mess. <laughs> it is apple cider. Oh. Apple cider. Is that apple cider vinegar? Yeah, it's not apple cider vinegar. There's way more vinegar than apple cider in there. <laughs> yeah, but not to that point. Damn, yeah, have they never tasted any oh, of that? Oh no, to that thing? point. <laughs> Jesus. Hiding how little I know what I'm doing is just moving things quickly, right? right? So you're like, yeah, but you're not moving fast at all. You know what you're doing. Confident. One one quarter teaspoons of vanilla extract, and that is this. Wait, Don't taste it, Ariel. Yo, this this it'll be a miracle if there's cupcakes at the end of this. Yes. No, it's expensive though. I believe in all kinds of shit. It's gonna cut away and come back, and there'll be cupcakes that they had to help do it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Can't even. Jesus, it's so sloppy. You know what? You can't have too much like, vanilla. No. Yeah, you can. Like Are you right? shitting me? You most definitely could have too much. That's how come they give you an exact amount. If you couldn't have too much, it would just say as much as you want. There's way better vanilla. That's not how it works. Ingredients into dry ingredients and stir until blended. So I'm guessing we're pouring this bowl. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. Sometimes too much of something will fuck you up, man. The other day, Stasis bought that, uh, you know, the Bang Energy drinks. There's one called Birthday Bash. Yeah, I took a sip of it. It it feels like you ate birthday cake. Like not just that you drink. Oh yeah, it hurts, flavor. doesn't it? It's just like, oh man, I feel like I ate birthday cake. Wow. What the fuck? Yep. What is this a magical drink? It'll kick the shit out of you if you're not ready for it. Starting to not feel so good. Wow. I don't like those bubbles. This is what they would say on the show right now. They go, oh, I don't like those bubbles. Ooh, bad British accent. Don't hate me for that one, UK. You're now about to notice that I've never baked a cupcake oh, in my life. This is <laughs> there it is. I feel, I mean, we are. This is fascinating. It's like watching a car crash in slow Let's motion. jump ahead. I don't want to watch this whole thing, but I kind of do. You know, like shit. It's the art of like, you know, uh, body language and all right. that stuff. So I just, if you lean in. Oh my God. I would not even yeah, trust to eat those, it. man. Fuck that. By the way, my napkin is so perfect over my shoulder yours is like scrunched up it's a little dirty yeah he looks yeah, like somebody who's been working why oh no this is gonna be the money maker right here <laughs> <laughs> They do get increasingly less. Here we go, guys. We're making great cupcakes. All right. Well, hang on a sec. I'm not so sure we know. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. We got. Uh Okay. We got a problem. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. You should chocolate chips. Oven. Don't lick your finger. We're good. Yeah. Mistake to try to. I know where you've been. This I can't, in good consciousness, put this in the oven. Come on. Just fine. Dude, no. Look, please. What do you want to do? I can't. Okay. Fifteen to twenty minutes until the tops spring back when lightly pressed. You put as much vanilla as you want, but you care about the five-minute difference in the time. Overbake it huge. Yeah, nothing wrong with a little overbaking. See that? Right over there. Okay. Let's do what they do on the show, which is kind of like we just, we you know, like, yeah. Yeah, you both have to crouch down. Really? 15, 20 minutes worth of pool. 
What the fuck? That's like a long 15 minutes, right? They get like a Rocky montage. I love that they kept the Abrams on the whole time. Right. It's like a cartoon. That can't be. I call bullshit, right? They're under bake. They need to go back in. Yeah, let's yeah. put them back in. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna put them back in. Sammy, yeah. the uh, the chef yeah. is yeah. unhappy with their appearance. <laughs> yeah. This is some tense shit. How did it come out this time? I still they probably smell better than they look, man. Look at them. Okay, so should we take them off the plate and decorate them, right? It doesn't make sense to decorate them in this. Wow, we could just go have these. Yeah, you want? You should have watched the YouTube video at least. Burning hot. <laughs> like, come on, let's plate them. So you would understand what step comes before what step. You know what's the beauty of this that people, some people might not appreciate? We're getting a glimpse into your brilliance. Yeah, you know what else is the beauty of this? The fact that nothing's on fire. The sheer genius of Sammy. He pulled off that muffin's head. I don't know. Here's where I feel like I get exposed <laughs> right. in my poor decorating skills. But okay. Uh, spoon? Spoon. The fact that we're using spoons is already probably boo-boo number one. You think Actually, so? I think so. But also, the fact that it's so hot, look, yeah. it's melting. <laughs> right, it's right. It's melting off the of bake it. Been what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Somebody get Dana. Ariel, fuck it up. Cutting it so close on time that we don't We've have time. Yeah, no Quest that my five-year-old cooks noodles better than their cupcakes. And six of C, they didn't let it cool first. I would be so upset because cupcakes seemed like a good idea until they were done making. Look at this. Oh. Yeah, you do have to put them in the fridge to cool it off. Who's to say? Who says that's wrong? No one. That's not true. Yo, they are terrible at this. I don't even cook, and this is like this. Look at this. I wish that this was like a crossover with Gordon Ramsay and he had to eat the muffins. See, at least Sammy's, I could see the effort. Ariel just looks like. It probably. Like, why is it, like, like, why is it with, with oh. Ariel? Like, why does it look like, so sad? Like, like, there's two cupcakes on Ariel's that are stacked on top of one another and it bothered me so much. I think they're good. <laughs> I don't know. They they're perfectly baked, but I don't actually know. But they're really good. I'll try yours. All right, all right. Yeah, no, nah, Ariel's don't look right. Mm. It's so weird. I know they're the same muffins, but mine is better. Yeah, I because you know. You don't shit! <laughs> I don't know why, because I know they were the same cupcakes, but mine were just so much better than Ariel's, and I don't know. Yeah, why. I mean, because the ingredients were more evenly done and the stuff really more good. evenly good. distributed. Final product, uh, dare I say, ecstatic. We came together as one to make this nice, you know, black and white. Look at that fucking plate. It looks like why muffins. Why stack them? It looks like what happens to muffins on the highway. Ariel got them I two eight five muffins. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck's going? It didn't mean much, if I'm being honest, because it wasn't really much of a competition. I mean, there wasn't actual judging. We, it wasn't there was it wasn't even a competition he helped me the whole time he wasn't he was my helper he was my friend not my enemy so I he was your boy the lens of competition uh but it was still nice to just yeah it was your ooze that was a lot of fun <laughs> yeah why not oh, god bless you all right cheers cheers to uh yeah. to longevity and yeah. to gut health gut health and to cupcakes oh yeah 
See, but it's not as bad not as when bad you, when you, yeah. when you uh, what that a day. Yeah, if you have to talk about cupcakes and pastries, like if you're taking fucking whiskey shots, then there is something that's that bad. Like, look at that. They reacted like you could, <laughs> like they took that shit the way you would take a, like a shot of something hard. Oh, oh, put hair on your chest. <laughs> that was party time. Oh. What the fuck, man? Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a limit to how much you have. Zero. Settle. We've learned a lot today. Yeah. This has been a great day. We also day. made a lot of assumptions. We did. We right? did. But you know what? Wow. No one has to know that. No one has to know that. We've learned a lot. We've done a lot. We've said it all. We've drank it all. Mm. We've eaten it all. Yeah. But it is time to go. Uh, Sami Zayn, great job. I have a feeling they're going to be calling you up very great soon. Great job, Chef. Sorry, excuse yeah. me, Chef Zayn. They're going to be calling you up very soon. And if they do, yeah. please put in a good word. Yeah. Yeah, you guys all, you, you know, you guys all, you know, you all kind of know each other in the British media there. So you want Paul Hollywood now. All right. Hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, Sammy Helwani, we'll see you. Uh, at the uh, next Bake Off session in yes. our kitchen. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. That was, uh, that was different. That happened and we let it happen. Yeah, that's really the most I could say. <laughs> I couldn't stop after I got, I was really into where this was going. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and bake muffins just out of spite. Bite muffins. <laughs> Tweet Ariel. See, fucker, this is how you do it. <laughs> you don't stack them on top of them, you uncultured swine. <laughs> yeah, you mongrel, yo. <laughs> so, Dominic spoke to Bleacher Report recently just to give them like a little insight on all of the things that he learned in prison it was a traumatic experience but after i got my phone call and i realized that i had to stay strong to make it out for mommy it was, it was good i had to do what i had to do you had to do what you got to do what, what type of lessons do you learn when you're in there that prepared that, that have made you the man that you are today that you're that you are standing right here man there's a lot of lessons that i learned i think one of the most important ones is always have your crew that's why you see a uh, name and priest over there of course just, you know i always got to have someone around yep. and uh a couple other things that uh, I learned in prison that I'll save. Okay. Well, speaking of which, you talk about the prison time. Is it like what it is like in the movies, like Shawshank Redemption? Have you seen Shawshank Redemption or no? No. You've never seen Shawshank? Any any prison movies that you've seen that you were like, okay, that's similar? It's like, it's you only know, made up for the movies. I relate, when, when I was in there, I related a lot to Blood In, Blood Out. Okay. I felt like that was me. All right. What? A lot of ways. Okay. But other than that, I'm not a, I'm not a big movie guy. How was prison? How was that for you? Oh my god, he's really. <laughs> he's <Dude>. so committed. <laughs> oh my god, blood and blood out. Wasn't the original name of that movie gonna be Bound by Honor? And then for some reason, the so. they had to change it. That's the one where like the cover is like them touching each other's arms or something. Oh, like, oh god. If it's if if the cover of it, if the box art was like guys like touching arms it's hard to describe but almost like in a triangular motion like they were kind of holding each other's arms like in the trailers i remember when that movie came out all the trailers it was called bound by honor 
and then like some shit happened and they had to change it. If if I'm thinking I correctly, I so badly right. just wanted him to say, "I kind of know what Debo and Next Friday felt like." <laughs> I don't know why, but I so <laughs> a freaking Friday reference. I give get Debo a Joker. One or the other, just no more doctor. <laughs> So while we're still on the topic of the Mysterios, you hear about the Rey Mysterio incident? Oh, this one. Oh, that one where they made a fail, a miserably failed attempt to try to make Rey look like shit? Yeah. They don't let us do shit like this anymore. So I'm signing for you guys to make money. <laughs> and we appreciate it. Rey, I've been a fan since I was a little kid, man. The fans come up and ask for an autograph. Well, I, I actually am a fan. Back in the 80s, dude. That's why I'll sign one. I, I'm a huge fan, man. <laughs> I signed one for you. So I guess he basically told them that he couldn't sign their stuff, that he's not allowed. They don't let us do shit. Yeah, like they have they have signings for that stuff like that. Like there's so much wrong here, first of all. Like he's unmasked. And you just have the camera on him. And you're at the airport, you fucking marks. Like maybe like, like, like because apparently in 2023, we have to explain this part to the Marks. You see that bag around there? That's his luggage. He's trying to get on a flight so he can get to the next fucking city, not sign your shit. Yeah. And besides, like, how does the guy in the background fuck? Because I can't see. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't physically see there being a possibility. You have other problems, bro, besides worrying no. about an autograph. Like, how does everything function? Is there like a special <laughs> castle that you live in? What? How does this whole thing operate here? Are you, like, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, this not. It's like, 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 what? What happens? How does your? How does your whole thing work? He looks like fucking Diabito from Family Guy. Remember Diabito? Did Diabito go get old? Diabito, remember that, that? That was that was one of the best fucking Family Guy bits. Anyway, and then Diabito rolled away. How fucking dare these bastards come and mess with Mary Mysterio? Unmasked, so it's disrespectful to Lucha Libre, and then to like they they stalk these guys, get insider oh information God. about what airports they're gonna be landing at, and when they come off the flight exhausted, bombard them with a bunch of shit, and when they don't want to sign it, put them on social media to exploit them, and go look, he didn't want to sign my shit. Fuck you for that, Diabito. And here's the thing. If you pay half enough attention to social media, when you see bullshit that's like this, you'll also see places where there'll be at signings. You know those places where you stand in line and you wait for a fucking autograph like a human being? Yeah. Like, like, like you're not a fan at all. And it is. Just like for the you're a, you're a dick to on multiple levels. It's merchandise that they just want to sell. It's like, holy Jesus. Some of us have to stand in line for those moments. You just run up on them on a fucking airport. Like, mm-hmm. like not for nothing, as much as guys like Raven Stewart and all these guys love their fans, they also love catching that flight on time just a little bit more. And that happened February 10th. February 13th, it was reported that they approached Liv Morgan at the airport. <sighs> and apparently this is Liv being approached. 
I guess we get no audio for this one. Yeah, because Liv was just decided to just be nice and just sign everybody's stuff. I don't think Liv decided to just be nice. It's just that all the cameras were in her face and she didn't want to have the same bullshit that happened to Ray. Say, yeah, she saw her. that shit that happened to Ray and was like, mm-hmm, don't she, do she, it. They, they kind of, she was forced to it. Is, Di- is Diabeto here too? I can't tell what the camera. I mean, is that him in the back? No, in the shorts? Him. No, that guy's way too healthy. <laughs> that guy looks like he. That guy looks like he can at least maneuver for the flashlight. In the background behind her, it could be right. I can't tell. Maybe Diabeto's behind the camera this time. They all. They all have. <laughs> they all have characteristics I, similar to. That I was so not prepared to take that left turn. How is that guy even fucked? Man, <laughs> look at this. This is this, that's the part of being a wrestling fan that sucks. Yeah, because we are represented still by these fucking people whose mother should have spit them out or swallowed them. Mm-hmm. It's like holy shit! Like somewhere in my house, I don't know where. Probably somewhere in my like store, but some of my old stuff. I have a autograph pictures of Matt Hardy, Booker T, and Alita. I didn't run up on them in the fucking airport to get them shits. I stood in line like a normal person. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Please. What was the why? Why did the mod hold the message? Oh, come on, bot. What? The... Yeah, leave it be. You can't tell. You can't just say he's playing with Trump bot. That motherfucker is fat. There. I allowed it. I can't believe what is like the fucking referee on on celebrity death match. I allow it because that's what it asked me. It's like I held this for for permission. I have allowed than I. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. It's really trying to stop. I didn't permanently add the term. See, now it's trying to make me liable because now it's like talk one permanently added fat. So no, I I just allowed it. <laughs> you see what I mean? That's very that's very SJW snowflake of the bot, right? No, I didn't. See, that's how they spin. This is exactly how the media spins things on you. I allowed something, but they said that I permitted the term, which makes it sound way worse than what actually just happened. You see, that's how media actually work. I didn't allow it per se. I allowed it, but I didn't really permit. I'm not telling everybody to say fat so. Say diabeto. You know? Say chunky monkey. Be politically correct. What a weird thing to have censored. <laughs> I gotta go in there and look at that all. What the- <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, it's it's really unfortunate that like these people have to feel pressured into signing your shit. And that's one of the reasons why I'm extra cautious when I don't see a person like on their in their photos or on their Instagram, because, yeah, you could have some cool people that may not put photos or may VTube or may just hide their identity. But every now and then you have a bag of failed genetics that walks and talks. And those are the people that come and stalk wrestlers at the at the fucking airport. You know, and then when they don't get what they want, they try to pose. Look at this piece of shit. Like, no, no. Because it's like, not for nothing, as bad as somebody would think Rey Mysterio is for not signing your autograph, you're like 50 times worse for deliberately filming him in the face with his mask off. Like, you don't know he's a fucking luchador, you dumb fucks. This is why I don't go to conventions. Yeah, because these motherfuckers around 
You like I could. It's like playing could, Pokemon and mouth breathing and shit. Like, like I could smell. I could smell this right now. You know, like how are you gonna show? Up? <laughs> <laughs> how are you gonna show up to? <laughs> Like, how are you going to show up to get autograph signs from a WWE superstar in faded shirt? Like, the designs of some of these oh. shirts are faded. I hate to be judgmental, but look at these black shirt faded. You didn't even pick one of your good shirts. Shirt. You have a faded Kiss shirt on. And the other guy in the back oh. has a faded Marvel shirt on. And this guy has a fucking faded Notorious shirt on. Like, no one had a fucking new shirt for the occasion? Or just something not faded? Diabetes. Like no one in here. Yeah, I guess the flannel guy looks alright. It doesn't look like it looks like that might be alright. King <laughs> Quest worse. Are <laughs> you saying they smell like a Smash Bro <laughs> Like you could just I hate Yo, you could I, see I, it though. I gotta touch on one question a second. That shit is so much different. Cause I heard stories about the cons down here where like motherfuckers gotta air the rooms out after a smack. <laughs> Open every door on the call the hallway just <laughs> Yo, you see, this is the reason why I love Valentine's Day. Because Cause these motherfuckers are getting nothing. <laughs> you won't have one. Ugh. Poor oh Liv. My God. Poor Liv. Don't fucking stalk these wrestlers to that point. My and God. And if, if you're not stalking them, and you just so happen to run into them, if they don't got time for pictures and they don't got time for autographs, be glad that they even acknowledge your fucking presence, because they have places to go. And hit the fucking shower before the airport, man. Like, you know what I mean? Groom yourselves before you a whore bath, something. Look at this fucking nonsense. Wipe down with a towel, something, my dude. Like, don't don't look like you just sat up from the grease. Don't make me feel like walking. Don't make me feel like signing your autograph and you come up smelling like scrap. Like, (laughs) see the way my body's sparkling and shit. (laughs) See the way my body's. You gonna make it do a bit, your ass. That's hygiene, motherfucker. It's so proud, motherfucker. And I pick up the I see you walk by your ears and nothing. You see how I'm all glistening this shit? <laughs> they call me the hellless fan. Now pick up that <laughs> Oh, God. How the fuck we gonna make it through the show? I'm fucking weak. Holy shit. I told you, it's just a weird time for news, man. Run up in the air for it smelling like scut. There's gonna be a sign out around. Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, run through a sprinkler or something, my dude. Try. <laughs> Damn, man. That's what they don't tell you about becoming a wrestler. <laughs> That's the parson from schools don't train you for when these fuckers come out of the woodwork. How come the people that run at you spraying perfumes and cologne never coincide with the people running at you asking for autographs? Wouldn't it be great if you could send the people with the colognes at the people with the autographs spraying at them? 
You just solve everything. No, see, you're there. That, that, that's the trick. Be a wrestler that only shows up at the malls. So when these fuckers show up, you can just run through Macy's. Because somebody go catch it. <laughs> They'll tip the whole case at you. Just... So recently, CM Punk tweeted out. But it was like a retweet of somebody else's tweet. You know the way sometimes people will tweet out almost like a meme. Someone will tweet out something that they agree with. He tweeted yeah. this out. Tricky because people think if you forgive him, you got to hang out with him again. I've forgiven a lot of people. I love them from a distance because it's safe for me to love them from a distance. Forgiving you doesn't mean you get to sit the chair with me. You did me wrong, man. You did some foul stuff, man. You played me dirty, man. You left me hanging. Now, tricky. Yeah, so... Yeah, Punk, we forgive you, but we can't hang out with you. I'm kidding. I don't forgive you. <laughs> Who do you think this Punk is talking about here? You gotta be talking about WWE. Because the no. one place they're ever talking about. Yeah, you could have forgiven somebody in AEW, Tony Khan, the, the Bucks, Omega. There's so many people he has heat with. It could be anybody. It could have been Ryback. <laughs> don't nobody forgive Ryan. Oh, well, you know, he did admit he was dumb as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, CM Punk. Uh, I kind of hate the fact that, uh, you know, it doesn't really. He's always cryptic. Like, just if you have something to say, just say it. Right, like, dude, I ain't got time to play riddles. Just say what the fuck you mean to say. Yeah, not just. Say I, don't, I, I don't go on social media to decipher your riddles. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Actually, kind of annoying. And I think everyone needs to stop just for the dirt sheets. Just a general consensus here: everyone needs to stop. Posting no news is news. CM Punk still hasn't reconciled with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. It's not news, actually. That's like if the weatherman told you that it's <laughs> not raining, you know? Like, Because first it, of all, it's not news. Second of all, who cares? Like, stop saying when there's still no story as the story. You know how we'll know that there's still no story? Because there's no fucking story. We'll know. You'll know. Right. We'll all know. We all find out the same way you did. We realized it. The only difference is you reported it. It doesn't make any sense. They do that way too often. So. I don't know if there'll ever be a reconciliation for that, especially with the way that that story went. I It wouldn't make sense for the Bucks to want to recon- re- reconcile with him at all. Like, like bro, you caused drama that overshadowed our event and then tried to shit on us. Like, we didn't give you a fucking platform to show back up. Like, but I love when they see the marks where it's like, oh, they'd probably be up at a million if they had Punk back. No, they fucking wouldn't. Rampage got a million that one time. And that was it. Cody Rhodes actually spoke uh, about this with Ariel Helwani. Ariel gets around, huh? Right. He's, he's, I believe this is him speaking about the locker room brawl. Did they make cornbread this time? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> Gosh, like even 
if you remember when he came back, everyone was fired up about mm. that, everybody. Uh, so when I watched it, just from my sitting there, I was not, there were some people texting me. I remember somebody texting me, man, you're the smartest guy in the room. And I wanted to write back, like, F you, man. Like, I, I don't feel that way. I feel this thing we built got damaged. And, uh, and I'm not putting any blame on anybody. Uh, sorry, I was super Switzerland in no, this No, no, I get it. I'm not putting any blame on anybody, but I just hated seeing that because as the company grows, and I hope it continues to grow, I hope people remember the mission in the first place, why we were there. And if you bring in people who don't know the mission, then things like that can happen. And, and I'm, I'm not saying he didn't know the mission or anything of that nature, but I was just bummed out. That's how I felt. I was bummed out because I have, you win a title, it's a feather in your cap. You win the Royal Rumble, it's a feather in your cap. Building an alternative wrestling promotion is definitely a feather in the cap. I don't want that to be erased. I don't want that to go away. Plus, there's not as many jobs in wrestling as people think. There's about a thousand people who work there, structurally, infrastructure, and talent. I'm proud of them, and I want to make sure they're able to feed their families. And that was a situation that was so big and heavy. Uh, I don't think it was helpful, no. right? And I, I don't know, maybe maybe you could make it helpful. Maybe you can do something with it. But it, it was just, that's how I felt. No heat on Punk, no heat on Matt, Nick, Kinney, or Tony. I was just bummed out when I saw it. That's not how we envisioned it. That's the desert. If you were at All In, were you at All In? No. All right, the spirit of All In. If you ever lose the spirit, you're lost. Right. And I think the spirit was gone in that moment. Doesn't mean you can't get it back. But it was just a bummer. Mm. I didn't, uh, I also felt weird because I always talked to everybody. So I was like, I don't want to like make it look like I'm taking any sides right, here, right, right. you know? Like I'm literally just an observer now. I'm not there, guys. Uh, no connections, you know, other than the initial connection. So just a bummer. And yeah, I mean, it did. That really, I think that's really where people stopped being as forgiving towards AEW for their yeah, flaws definitely. and stop looking at them as like for some reason i mean punk really messed it up i hate to say it, but i almost feel like they would have been better off if he never came than for him to have come and given them that little ratings boost and have put them over for a little bit it would have been just better if he just never showed up yeah in hindsight it would have been a lot better things at least would have been on more of a consistent pathway you wouldn't have this now constant black eye that's always going to be there yeah, pretty much. One of the biggest issues. All right, well, since we're talking so much about them, may as well cover Dynamite. We're not covering Rampage. No one's covering Rampage right now, man. You're not missing much. Yeah. It's there. It's there. 375,000 people, point twelve and 18 to 49 demographics still believe that it's there. That being said, AEW Dynamite episode 176 came to us from the same auto arena that they came from last time they were in Laredo, Texas. That was a joke. It's called the same auto arena. I make that same joke every time. Eight-man tag team match. Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt against the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster, Billy Gunn, and Orange Cassidy. This past Friday night at Rampage, Orange Cassidy right now. Yeah, he's definitely on fire for sure with that old Lennox. I heard the news, man. That's too bad. Your dad was a legend, but you just a douchebag. That was- That's crazy. 
by the way, Jerry Jarrett, rest in peace. Jeff Jarrett's father yeah. passed away, and then they went and did that. I mean, it must have been with Jeff Jarrett's permission, but that's fucked up. Right? Yeah, yeah, Jerry Jarrett was okay with it because of the fact that they still called Jerry a legend in this. Brutal. That was sad because now he missed lockdown, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Sanjay that doesn't really wrestle anymore. Is, is it an injury? I believe it's some sort of a of a career ending injury or something, or is it he can't yeah, he, or? he can't he he can't like wrestle wrestle anymore, basically. That's so lame. Ugh, it's unfortunate, right? Yeah, Sanjay was so good. I don't remember what it was that caused that, do you? At some point before he um joined up with AEW it was some kind of an injury. Yeah. Hmm. Might have been when he was in Impact. That was the last place I saw him. Like, yeah. Having no titles hasn't really hurt the acclaimed at all. You know? No. It was something that they needed, but they like once they got it, they it put them into the point where like, okay, now they're okay. Mm-hmm. It it always, it kind of feels to me like that was something where if they would have never been the tag champions, it would have bothered a lot of people. So now that element of bothering isn't there anymore. And here's the ass boys. Cheeks. No. <laughs> they think that he outlaws now, but they're not. <laughs> Team TNA. Fucking Jared, man. It was good to see him still manage to get himself out there, though. Like, yeah, he's looked good. You know, he's. I heard that he wanted to wrestle despite what happened. Yeah, because I mean, it was one of those things where it's like honor your father, obviously, and it's not going to do you any good to not get out there. Yeah, we'll get into that more a little bit later, the Jerry Jarrett stuff, because I haven't forgotten that freaking acclaim jumped the guns on us because I forgot, pun intended. Famous, sir. On greater value, Kali. He's a Kali with a gut. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, he's not that great. Everybody else is really good, though. Especially the acclaimed. Oh my god, those guys are incredible. Fucking Billy massive compared to everybody else. There's a Texas Tornado Tag Team match. The Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio Castanoli and John Moxley against La Faction and Gobernables, Preston Vance, and Roosh being accompanied by Jose the Assistant. Spoiler alert, Moxley bleeds in this. I had no idea. At least the hard camera didn't catch him blading this time, though. So. Yeah, I did last week. You caught that too, right? Yeah. Come on, get your act together, guys. You're going to show the man blade on screen? Not good. Oh, this was fun. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that it would be no DQ, but I mean, I guess logic would dictate if there's no tags, there's no DQ. Yeah. You know. Certain matches, it's kind of like a given that there's no DQ there. Yeah, they did a good job though. You know, that got to be careful. Don't Big E, don't go, don't go for the Big E spot. You know. Well, I mean, there's nobody getting experience throwing him through the edge, so he'll be all right. <laughs> See, Moxley bleeds right away in this. It didn't take him long. 
just a special programming note this Friday on this is all good and we talked about in picture in picture how Moxley Hangman and a page who's don't do that look what he's doing he's watching TV sideways like on WWE don't start that shit Hangman start that shit <laughs> like that's not a good look for AEW against Kip Sabian Wait, oh, Claudio Claudio's Castiglione. back here. Emerging from underneath the Honor World Champion, former Ring of Honor World Champion, Rouge, and a big right hand for Vance as well. Holy hell, out of Vance. On display tonight, aren't they? Boom! Think about this. If you're, if you're busted open, your blood loss. Swinging his big ass. Former tag team champions together, right? Covers, two, and no! Oh, wow. Tornado, there's blood everywhere. Claudio and Preston? No. <laughs> this is Claudio and, uh, and freaking uh oh, yeah I, I don't know why i thought that was hager for a minute <laughs> oh no 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 hey, even they were champions together they never won the titles mm -mm, no they never managed to get them they got close but they never won that's my stuff they were super over too right we're the only two men really oh in shape that's what the bull you get the horns both men bleeding heavily. And oh, 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 that chain, guys. He's not gonna last yeah, he'll kill you. Fucked up. That's such a fucked up looking submission, dude. That's what you get for watching TV the wrong way. You couldn't see us coming. <laughs> it's part of the concussion. He watches TV sideways now. See an AEW, they punish you for that. Private conversations. What's next for you? Joe and I did share some personal stories with our time from the time I was can remember to the time I was eight years old. We're finally able to start to have some sort of a father-son relationship. Any piece was that I promise you I will be a better man. I will do right. I got a phone call the next morning that he had passed. After he passed. I had never grown my beard, never grew my hair. I decided for the first time I'm going to grow my beard on him and grow my hair out. Joe knew that. And Joe took that. Joe, you will not survive. Really? That's uh, that. That's the reason? And guess who's back? Good old Mark. Which, uh... Side note, breaking the fourth wall. My Jay Briscoe Memorial shirt came in, rocking it right now. It is fantastic. Nice. You should, you should take a freaking picture of yourself with it instead of whatever the hell that avatar is that you have on Discord. Yeah, I gotta update that bad boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but a full blown ROH master, Josh Woods versus Mark Briscoe. Yeah, Mark looking great. Oh, it was good to see them bring him back. Like that wheelbarrow suplex. Good stuff, I always forget man. how strong Woods is. That is such a beautiful move, isn't it? Recently, when you return back to uh, AEW, 
How have you been? Like, I could not be happier to be able to be so close to looking at that ring and, and imagining getting back in there. Mm -hmm. After a few months, my right eye is able to look in the right direction and it doesn't twitch mm -hmm. up and down. Like, like, that's a victory. Sounds like you have a bit of a new lease on life, so to speak. What does this next chapter look like for Adam Cole? What's interesting, you bring up so many chapters to my story that I haven't had the chance to really explore yet. I look at our roster right now, and I think it has never been better. All, all I'll say is it's going to be good for all elite wrestling. Hopefully we get to do a little bit more of this together finally, so. right? For more Adam Cole, everybody. Oh. Angry MJF. Champ! But by the way, it turned out that those reports from the sheets were false. The cop, the police reports didn't. There were no police reports last week. Oh, I wanted to believe Mark's that stupid because they are. People love you, man. These people, they used to love me, man. These schmucks used to be devil worshippers. These people are disgusting, fickle little monsters. I'm the devil, man. But you're not so honest about yourself, Brian. You're just like all of them. A worthless sack of trash. I hate you. About these people convinced that you're better than me? The only way you know you're the best in the world. That is something Brian Danielson has never been able to accomplish. After that clock strikes zero, I will be victorious. And I'm better than you and you know it. Allow me to introduce to you the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Yeah, Chris Daniels, one of the better tacticians you're ever going to find in any generation. They're highly intense, highly technical battles. Okay, okay. Tell these people the truth about Brian Danielson inside the squared circle. Truth. Full disclosure, Laredo. MJF. The hell happened to Daniels' eye, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> Brian Danielson is set to knock your dick in the dirt. 20-year-old Brian Danielson hit me so hard, I knew that Brian Danielson was going to be great. I've shared locker rooms with Brian Danielson. Everything he wanted to do, he was a sponge about professional wrestling. Max, he knows what it takes to be a world champion. He is the best wrestler in the world today. You're just a fraud. Woo. Mike Slap. You don't walk away from me. Oh. MJF Slap. Yeah, slap. <laughs> <laughs> Not Slap. The salt of the earth, the arm bar. It's a revolution. The snap that all, but then I think that it, that's Danielson's out here. MJF. Danielson with the run in. Isn't that funny? MJF feeling with Brian Danielson and then calling people fickle. Because all I think of was Daniel Bryan at McDonald's at one time calling people McFickle. And I say again for a reason, I mean, we know who the champions are right now, but you're little Brian Cage against Jack Perry. I'm glad they called him Jack Perry and Jungle Boy just like a nickname. Yeah. Let him be freaking. But he is, you know. Ah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, I fucking nice, love Cage. Nice crucifix, apron crucifix bomb. A sit out Alabama flame. You don't see that very often. I don't see that almost ever. But it doesn't matter how intimidating he looks. They're high on Jungle Boy here. Yeah. 
I'm really happy just to see though. Cage on TV more. Like, yeah, for sure. Missing for a good minute. Yeah, he's just not over, man. He's a he's a good worker. He's not really over. Christian oh, returns. What's up, EB? Hi, how you doing, buddy? I love that he maces him in the face. Oh, it's one like a Peter North maze, right? Yeah. I like that sound. Dong. <laughs> How you doing, Evie? So this Friday is Rampage Slam Dunk. You know that actually uh, kind of sounds. Listen, guys. The boys got some stuff going on this yeah, weekend. We want to watch business stuff. So you guys just like to play with balls, but you don't actually have any of your own. You guys want to slander our names? Eh? You want to disrespect us? Of course. You guys want to have a little bit of fun this Friday on Rampage? Sounds great. Hey, Brandon, yeah. heads up. Yeah. Ah, oh. oh, poor Brandon's balls. Kip's looking weirder than ever. Adam Page versus Kip Sabian being accompanied by Penelope Ford in singles action. But of course, Adam Page going over here. I, gl I guess like with you with Brian Cage, I'm just glad to see Kip Sabian back on TV. Hardly yeah, with, with some of these guys, that's a victory in itself. <laughs> you just landed a mantra for SmackDown on Elimination Chamber? Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, we're doing the watch along you here as always. If you can hear afterwards, tell me how big the Sami Zayn pop is when he comes out. Nice power bomb there. Don't forget, guys, later on tonight, we're going to go over the predictions for what we think is going to happen at the chamber. Take little guesses, see who everybody thinks is taking it. Emo cowboy, though, he ain't got no friends. Join the dark order. Well, hold on now, Mox. Evil Uno. You always have them. John Moxley, maybe you've been at the top of the mountain for too long, but did you say that he has no friends? We've had this man's back through and through. Hey, man, I told you to stay out of this. I told you to Get stay out of my face. I've heard you talk, and I've heard you talk, and I have to come here and say it to your face. Dark Order ain't afraid of you. Evil Uno is not afraid of John Moxley. Oh, whoa. whoa. I think Mox. Mox was out here earlier in a, just a battle. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Evolution. Texas death. John Moxley, he just looked past Evil Uno. I mean, we have no idea if that's official, but Taz, yeah. I like the sound of it. Tony Schiavone is standing by with Chris Jericho. Ricky Starks, keep demanding another match with the Ocho. Not going to happen. I'm not going to do it because you are not at my level. You're not going to have a match with Chris, but this Friday on Rampage, you have a match with me. This is the Jericho Appreciation Society's time. You are absolute. Annoying. Delusional. I like this hat. You are nothing more. Absolute. <laughs> fucking hat, right? I was waiting for it. I was looking at him the whole time, just waiting. Tony Storm, Let's jump ahead here. On all of their, their I love that they mess with the fans, right? 
Jack that girl over the rail. I was not ready for that shit. Three-way dance. Ruby Soho, Tony Storm, Britt Baker, DMD. So weird that Britt's the baby face in this whole thing now, right? Right. Like, what, like what the hell happened? Oh yeah, this is a great match, and Ruby was there. Ruby turns heel here, right? I don't even know if she turned. It just seems like I, I'm not even sure what to make of that. Honestly, he's heel. That's what the impression it's like she kind of made it clear that she wants the women's championship. Which... At least that's the impression that I got from it. To the foot by Tony Storm escape but closest near fall yet. Yeah, that was smart by the doctor right there to try. And Tony Storm the jerk. Oh. Pago TV. Thank you for the follow, sir. Yeah, scared the shit out of me, but thank you very much. But yeah, Brits come a long way. I'm glad that she gets a face run and that it wasn't forced. They just got birth bitches. Right, right. that's really what it was. <laughs> like that's Tony, Tony and Paige, Tony and Soraya pushed her into a face turn. Goes in a three-way. The referee's got a. What does This killed me. She sprayed L on her ass and then murdered her. Storm, she has a chance to end it here, but Ruby, no Ruby. Oh, Gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, they weren't liking it, huh? I guess it is very complicated. I don't know who's who's heel. See, what it seems to me is just that, like, Ruby just made it clear because she kept looking at the championship that she just wants the title. Yeah, I guess. I guess it could be portrayed that way. I was just getting heel vibes from the way she was working in that match. Uh, the name of stay of of, of uh, Soraya's stable is the Freelancers. <laughs> they should have called them the Page Turners. Could they get in trouble for that? I don't know. That's, you know, that's a good question. Well, Laredo, Texas's AEW Dynamite brought in 824,000 viewers with a 0.27 in the 18 to 49 demographic, down from 899,000 of last week. Lowest numbers of the year so far for Dynamite and Rampage. Rampage with their all time low. So let's see, 375,000 with that point, 12. Yeesh. AEW is becoming a cult following more than having them building a fan base, to be completely honest with you. That's not the great greatest scenario. I would like you, like as you guys know, we'll watch whatever. But numbers wise, they're not in the greatest place. You know. But as we hit that second half, it's probably time to run some music. Musica. Okay, it started gentle, thank God.
every time you go to start music, I get tense for like that first second and a half. Like you thought they were gonna dubstep us, didn't you? I, I don't mean know it, man. I don't mean. <laughs> One sec here, I gotta fix. Yeah, okay, we're good. But anyway, yeah, let's turn it down just a little bit. Uh, yeah, also uh, an announcement. We're going to be uh, changing. going to try to work with the ads a little bit more. I was thinking about it, and I'm thinking we'll do... Because you guys, people who don't sub, and I appreciate the subscribers. We have emotes and stuff coming, and, and new stuff you're going to be able to do. Um, but I also don't want to forget about the non-subs, because not everybody can sub. Not everybody has to sub. I'm going to try to start working with, once again, going back to the hourly ads. Every hour we'll do like a three-minute break so that everybody could recalibrate. And also, that'll prevent anyone from being interrupted. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you run three three minutes worth of ads, uh, you won't get the random ones, like in mid-sentence. Which I know a lot of people bitch about. Or complain oh, about. I don't want to say bitch. It's only bitching if it's, if it's not valid but yeah i think we're gonna just start running running them every hour for three minutes that way we get a clean hour of content without having to worry about it if that makes any sense so if you see them just bear with us because it's better to get them all at once and then not have to worry about it interrupting you at terrible time i, I can't promise i'll do the same i've tried when it comes to the game streams, but definitely for the wrestling we got to run back to these uh Gotta run back to the hourly ads because it's more beneficial for us than anything else. Not the monetization part, just the interruption part. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to miss out on something good. Yeah, show me something good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The rest yeah. of the song was playing in my head to your ass. <laughs> Yeah. And speaking of, we are going to take our first of those breaks now because there's some stuff I'm going to want to talk about in the news without it cutting me off. We still have uh, quite a bit. We still have to talk about Elimination Chamber, our predictions, what happened on Raw, uh, all kinds of stuff. So we're going to take that ad break and just stick with us. Hang tight.
during breaks like this, I'm probably going to do something extra for subs. I know only the subs can hear me right now. But I was thinking about it, and it's like, you know what? What if we just have, like, a rotation of hot women on the screen during the... And that's what the subs get, right? The sub bitches. Like, can we just rotate different women on the screen until they come back? Different wrestling personalities? See, that's going to be great to fucking Hogan or Ryback want to be It'll give you some incentive to sub, right? There you go. Everybody likes bitches. But at least now you guys know what the sub people are getting. And yes, she's covered. They are tasteless. Very, very good optical illusion. Yeah, we might just do a rotation of the women of wrestling between commercials. Subs get wow, yes. And I was wrong. Apparently with uh with those ads we would we would have to break every half an hour in order to make sure that uh that there's no interrupted ads. Oh lord. It's not terrible. Could be a shorter break, it'll be a minute and a half, I think, is what we'll try to do. Yeah. Anyway. Let's have a look here. Oh, Tony Khan, since we're still in AEW territory, he started basically talking about, like, he sounds like he really hates WWE. There are a couple of things that he said in interviews. Give me a second to cue this up. See what Tony talking out the side of his neck this week. Wrestlers come to me and allege that WWE reached out to them to tamper with their contracts and ask them to break their contracts. I can't confirm that specifically. I can only tell you what the wrestlers have come to me and said, but I've had multiple wrestlers and staff report that to me. It was a very disturbing. And I've had to go out and try to put on good shows despite this alleged tampering and stuff like that. But frankly, I don't think it stopped us because the quality of the product and the quality of the shows is at an all time high right now. You know, I've had a lot of wrestlers come to me and allege that WWE reached out to them to tamper with their contracts and ask them to break their contracts. I can't confirm that specifically. I can only tell you what the wrestlers have come to me and said, but I've had multiple wrestlers and staff report that to me. It was a very disturbing. And I've had to go out and try to put on good shows despite this alleged tampering and stuff like that. But frankly, I don't think it stopped us because the quality of the product and the quality of the shows is at an all-time high right now. I've had a lot of wrestlers come to me. Yeah, so that is what his accusation is. I can see the crazy in his eyes. Like, like relax, Tony. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that is something that he can also be saying strategically in order to uh, to prevent people from doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe make him make it known that he's aware of a problem that hasn't popped up yet, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Like, hey, I'm looking for it just in case. Yeah, but there, there's like a real gray area when it comes to that kind of stuff. 
Because according to PW Insider, Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, Judge Edward J. Davila of the U.S. District Court of California's North, Northern District in San Jose dismissed the antitrust lawsuit filed by MLW against WWE for similar allegations. But they also stated that additional allegations may cure the deficiencies outlined in WWE's motion and thus gave MLW 21 days to file an amended complaint. MLW, according to the judge, didn't include sufficient facts to plausibly allege a relevant antitrust market. And that some of the harms alleged by MLW were specific to them rather than competitive at large. So he granted WWE's motion to dismiss that lawsuit. So, uh, the point is, it's you have to have evidence, hard evidence of that. Yeah, it can't just be hearsay. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, Tony, Tony's on some other shit. What else is new? <laughs> There was other. There was a few other things that Tony started talking about. This this was this sounded like some Sith Lord shit here because he talks about how the companies hate each other. Been terrible news in the wrestling business to lose one of the greatest minds, one of the greatest figures ever in this business. Well, so- wrong thing. Sorry. Oh God, we have so many Tony Khan drops here. There we go. What's interesting is. The story that is the most real, the most intense, and the most hatred in all of pro wrestling is that between the two wrestling promotions. I think we truly, truly hate each other. And I think it makes for really exciting uh, TV, and it makes for an exciting wrestling war. I don't think they hate you. That hatred, because uh, you haven't articulated it quite like that before. Well, I'll give you a good example. About two years ago, uh, there was a rumor I read on the internet that my business partner, New Japan Pro Wrestling, had gotten a phone call from Nick Khan about switching over to work with them. And I was really just getting started with New Japan. Like, we'd only been working together a short time, and that also had been, frankly, a tumultuous relationship. But it was getting pretty good. And to this day, it is an amazing partnership. And I called the New Japan executives and said, is this true? Did WWE call you and try to get you to turn on me? And they said, yeah. And I said, okay, well, are we still doing the stuff we have planned? Because at the time, we had a match set up for Wednesday Night Dynamite where there was going to be a New Japan title match in AEW. It was the first of many of those such matches. And they told me, no, we don't trust them. We want to work with you, and we want to stay with you. And ever since, our relationship has been incredibly positive. And... You know, it gave me motivation uh, to say, like, okay, I don't know if, look, again, I don't know if that's true or not. I only know what my business partner alleged to me and what I read on the internet, and they were both the same thing. So following up on that, if that's the case, I know they're out there to get me. I know they're out there to hurt AEW's relationships with our business partner, if that's the case, allegedly. And, you know, it made me want to work that much harder to make AEW stronger and and then that ended up being probably the biggest year for growth we've ever had. He said What's they're, interesting is, they're out there to get me. <laughs> I 
Yo, like it... <sighs> sometimes I wonder if Tony understands if if they really wanted to just kill him off. It's not as difficult as he makes it seem. Like. And you you don't mean figuratively, of course, not literally. Like they oh, of course, come on, on they would squash his company. But I don't think they hate him at all. No, they're just like they acknowledge that you exist. It's more the fan bases that hate each other. Like it's free developmental for them. Yeah, because they could look at who's there and plan two, three years down the road. Like they'll have a spot waiting for them in case they want to leave. Like, and even if they don't. It's not like other people haven't left AEW already, so... Haven't you seen how this whole system works, Tony? You claim to be a big wrestling fan. Didn't you watch the Monday Night Wars or know anything about the history of ECW and WWE or anything? They'll just wait you out. It's great. That's like if you had a garden. Like if you lived out in the Midwest and you had like a garden in your, in your, on your property. But all around you, fruits and shit grew. And you just picked those trees as well. <laughs> you know, that's sort of like where WWE is. Like they have NXT as a developmental, but then they can they could do whatever they want. They could just look at they could scout. That's literally what they did. They scouted Evolve and PWG and even CZW. Even fucking CZW. We don't go. That's where they got Moxley from. That's where they got Claudio from. And Chris here. All these other people were originally CZW. You know what I mean? God bless the child that'll watch CZW to scout some fucking talent. WWE <laughs> go to the armpits of the earth for talent. They don't hate AEW. They don't hate CZW. How the fuck did they hate AEW? <laughs> they just let you exist and do your own thing. <laughs> I don't think this guy's thinking clearly when he's talking about shit like that. This they has can't... to be how it is like in his own head. He's at this war with the big bad wolf when in reality it's like, no... You're just existing with your fan base, and we're existing with ours over here. Like, it's like just this is kind of one of those cases where it's like, dude, worry about your own stuff. Like, Crazy ass Tony, man. It's all that skiing. I'm telling you, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's all something. A few people came in here and said that they thought that that's what it was. <laughs> but that motherfucker lives on the Alps. Well, he lives on something. <laughs> but he said they're out to get me. That was the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> All right, moving along. Mercedes Monet is having a documentary come out soon. That should be interesting. I think this is the trailer for it. Let's kill the audio for a minute so we can check this out properly. Man. I can't believe how many people support me in this. I'm so happy. I've never felt so... Man, that girl can cry. I think I've seen her cry more than anybody. Even Flair? I think so, man. I've seen I've seen <laughs> I've seen her cry a lot. I've never felt so happy. 
like i kind of feel like i i feel like she oversells a lot like at first she was crying because it was like her first nxt win and her first steel k then it was like just crying for everything you know like yeah there are just sometimes where i'm like bro what, what are you crying for like yeah, it's kind of strange. Like the last time I saw her cry, and for me it make a hundred percent sense, is um after the Iron Woman match with Bailey, when like she was leaving. Yo, watch this. She's online for Carvel. Excuse me. Do you guys get in, in in any more of the of the chocolate chocolate chip? Yes, we did, ma'am. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. standing there with the scooper like bitch it's ice cream (laughs) (laughs) you are awful (laughs) you are terrible but it was funny though oh my god Oh my god! He's so I feel like now <laughs> she goes to McDonald's. The ice cream machine works. I'm so happy. Right <laughs> so there was a Tuesday night hockey game between the Montreal Canadiens and the Chicago Blackhawks. How come they spell Canadians with an E when they say the Montreal Canadiens? Like what? The Canadiens? The Montreal Canadiens? Maybe. How the fuck does that work? Did we just decide on different letters all of a sudden? Montreal <laughs> Canadiens. I'm going to get so much heat because I don't know what I'm talking about. I thought it was a typo at first, oh, but then I started seeing it everywhere. I was like, wait a minute. There's an E on this shit every time it comes up. Canadiens. Oh, because they're French? Is that what it is? When, you turn, when, you, when you're French, you just turn all A's to E's? Oh, no. We'll just go with that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ow, now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> that sign of accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just replaced the A with the E. Oh, EB confirmed it. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Canadians. Okay, See, people, anyway. we have a Canadian. He told us. It's funny because I feel bad because earlier I saw this on the dirt. I was like, look at these idiots. They put E in that instead of A. They don't even know how to spell Canadians. It was Canadians. I'm the stupid one. The Canadians <laughs> and the Chicago Blackhawks. Chicago should have done something to make theirs more fancy if they're going out there. You know, they should have been like Chicago. <laughs> you know, we're the Chicago Blackhawks. They should have said the O was a boy hole. No, I'm kidding. You know, we got to add an E when we're out here. Blackhawks. <laughs> You know, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Anyway, we're completely missing the point of everything that's happening here. Thanks for the follow, Devin. Welcome to talk. Thank you very much. All right. Anyway, back to all seriousness here. Uh, So there was a a game between the the Montreal Canadiens and the Chicago Blackhawks. And uh, Sami Zayn was there. And they welcomed him because he's from Canada. And they're super friendly out there. So it all worked out for everybody. Yeah, so oh, much, wait, that's the wrong one. We have so much Sammy stuff lately. Why is there so much fucking Sammy stuff lately? Get out 
Because he's the most over he's ever been and ever will be. Oh, wait, do they give him his actual wrestling entrance? Uh, subtitles, please. What happened? Everybody, give a hand for Sami Zayn whenever you're ready, Sami. Oh, that was close. Right in the middle. You got this, you got this. Dang, that's one. One pair of tickets. Oh, oh come on, Sammy. There you go. I thought he was Canadian. Doesn't this come like naturally to him? There you go. That's <laughs> so fucking. What do you mean? He's on ice and there's pox and shit. This is like his natural habitat. <laughs> He could fight and kill people under these circumstances. That's what they designed for. Let alone fucking just hit a couple of, of round things. Come on, Sammy. What the fuck? Come on, bro. Yeah, come on. Help him out, man. See, he's been hanging out with the bloodline for so long, he lost his Canadian stuff. <sighs> Casey Catanzaro is a New Jersey Devils fan. Oh, I'm hoping it goes a bit better than that. <laughs> Haven't shot a puck in a while, but I am pretty confident for Saturday. It's one of the biggest, actually, it's the biggest WWE event we've had in Montreal in over 25 years. I'm going to be in the main event with Roman Reigns for the WWE title. I think it's going to be huge. So you guys hear it? Can you imagine how crazy everybody's going to go? Chamber, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns. Let's hear it! And good luck for this weekend. That is going to be the most insane pop probably of the whole year. You know what old school wrestling booking would do? And you won't like me for saying this, and I'm wondering if that's what it would be. It would be possible oh, no. that they could have put this entire last part of the storyline together just because of the fact that they were going to be out there in Canada. And they know Sami Zayn's like a big star. Kind of like if they go to Saudi Arabia, they'd have like someone from out there or whatever.
Oh, did he actually get a fake Hogan for this? Oh my god. I don't remember this part. Kind of banging like this. Flashing back to the album cover, though. Yeah, well, that. Quest said, How much coke was done in the recording? Enough. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that part of. I don't remember that video part of this. I mean, it was a long time ago, though. I felt like it was longer than 2003. I guess not, huh? Jeez. Be 2003 feel like longer ago than it was, though, so. Oh, my God. That is savage. I love wrestling. It's all of the elements. <laughs> of the it's all of the elements around the business that make it like nothing else, dude. Like, can you imagine the shit that we've experienced on here? Like, no other genre. It's just so off the cuffs, you know? <sighs> man we're gonna have to talk about our predictions for the elimination chamber but before we do so we have to take one last stop in the wwe category with raw yeah yeah raw came to us from new york city's barclay center for you. I realized that my path to WrestleMania was no longer clear. And we are less than a week away from Elimination Chamber. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, Becky. You're a bigger idiot than all of these idiots. You need to scrap what happened last week in that cage match from the record books. A Grand Slam Women's Champion, Becky. Where were you? Oh, nowhere to be found on your little peg leg. Now, now, what in the world? Actually, come talk to the Raw Bro, Bianca bought the yams, man. What the hell? Holy shit. Girl, look at she smuggled two raccoons in her back pockets, don't she? 
Like she knew she was coming to Brooklyn. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> that is like awesome, right? Like amazing. <laughs> what an outfit. Motherfuckers might have not got chocolate on Valentine's Day, but she brought cake to roll. That's for sure. That is insane, honestly. <laughs> Bailey has been dethroned, bro. Yeah, I hate to say it. I mean, because if you would have actually asked, want to face the best of the best at WrestleMania, but if Becky and Bailey want to use this chamber to get to me, I think they should have to go through me. You three competing to triple threat. <laughs> hey, Quest, you're right. Neither one of you get That's why Montez Ford thanks God every day. Judgment Day backstage. That's always fun. Chamber Finn, yourself, and Rhea Ripley will team up to take on Edge and Beth Phoenix in a mixed tag team match. Is the Judgment Day prepared for the huge week ahead? Question is, are those five other men prepared to step inside a chamber? I know he's going to walk out of their United States champion. I just got off the phone with mommy. She's still traveling the world promoting WrestleMania as she is for Valentine's Day. <laughs> we got the street profits. They want to smoke. They're going to get rolled up, bowled up, and smoked up. Jumping ahead a bit to the tag team match Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford against the Judgment Day's Damian Priest and Finn Balor being accompanied by Dom. Oh, this was lovely. Fucking Montez Ford, man. Angelo Dawkins, that is a team. And Angelo's made me very proud. Dude, that dude has come such a long way. What an amazing talent. Not only just like talent. his physical physique, but like just his in-ring skill above all has been amazing. I'm so happy he proved me wrong because I was looking at him in the beginning part and I was looking at fucking Montez Ford and I was thinking, oh God, we got the star and the guy who's going to get super kicked through the fucking barbershop window. <laughs> you know, I was, but it's like, that guy is good, man. It's, we're so lucky they're both good. You know, he, he upped his game though. That's what you got to do. Oh yeah. Got himself in better shape. Just started adding better moves with repertoire. Like, he started seeing that release. Said, I'll be damn, y'all break his team up. Remember, a lot of releases were happening right around the time that Montez Ford got injured. Angelo Dawkins probably worried. I love how every time Edge returns, everyone's shocked to see him. Like, he works here at this point, right? <laughs> Fuck, he's here again. He, yeah, like, he works here. And Beth. They're always here every fucking time. Why are you so surprised <laughs> each time? Like, if it's the first time. Oh Riptide, bitch. Mommy to the rescue. Good thing you had a mommy. Mommy in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, Brock Lesnar. I like that he throws the chair. We don't need no chairs here. Sign the contract. Get your ass out here and sign this contract. The higher additional security. This killed me. I love the way he comes out. <laughs> Bobby, I don't know what this is. Adam Pierce, you roll out the fancy carpet for Brock to have a contract signing. Whenever we face to face, unconscious, or I eliminate you from the Royal Rumble. Get your ass up here and sign this contract. Yeah, shut up. I even had my kids <laughs> look at your contract. I really don't know if I'm going to. Bobby. You get your ass up here and sign this contract. 
Yeah. I'm gonna come down there and beat your ass. I don't think you have the balls to. Here we go. To the you were wrong, sir. <laughs> Yo, he's just fucked. Yeah, that backdrop was ugly. You could have heard Brock. Look at the backdrop again. Ugly. Come on, Bobby. Don't be ugly. You know what would be great? Because you know how we're always scouting Bobby Lashley's botches and shit? Because it's like, shit, this one. It would have been great if the pen didn't have ink. And even though he could just sell it, like he signed it, you you would see him start, oh, like he's trying to get the pen to work. It seemed like something he would do. Old Bobby Lashley totally would have thought that he needed to really. You've seen weird shit like that with him before. <laughs> All the time. Piper. That's a name. That's a name for a competitor. Mm-hmm. Not a sidekick. Yeah, Meechin is more of the sidekick sounding name. Piper and Meechin. Oh. Yeah, she looked. I, I really love the way there's just such a conveyance of power when she hits you. Everything just looks like it sucks so bad. Zane sneaking in again, even though he works here. Cody Rhodes. Please indulge me and come on out to this ring right now. Welcome to Raw. What do you want to talk about? Last week on Raw, you had this verbal exchange, but there was one thing that you said that it is looking more and more every day. Cody Rhodes versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Yeah, no. They really isn't looking more and more. all this way to look you dead in your eyes. You tell me face to face. You tell me man to man right now. If you can beat Roman Reigns, that you will. I meant it. My opponent at WrestleMania, I believed it. I have been in the trenches with the bloodline. This thing about him being in God mode, it's its not just a catchphrase. After all this time, after almost 900 days, Sami Zayn is going to be the one to take down Roman Reigns. Yes, I believe that. Walking out of Montreal as the new undisputed Universal Champion. I don't know. Okay, Cody, I don't know. You don't know? There's cracks in the armor, holes because of you. The idea, Roman Reigns is God mode. Roman Reigns is a man, Sammy. Because I'd rather see you at WrestleMania. Look at the Oh yeah, look at what Cody did a good job of hyping that possibility. Yeah, see, and that's where it. that's kind of what I was alluding to. Like, I know Sammy's not going to win the match, so I don't even let that thought cross my mind because it makes it that much more enjoyable when you don't even think about that. Because Cody's basically saying, "I think you can do it. I'm prepared to see you at WrestleMania." Mm-hmm. Roman wasn't there, but he definitely talked about it. Because I'd rather see you at WrestleMania. If you gotta have a pep rally to convince each other that you can beat me, 
You don't stand a chance. <laughs> I'll see you in Montreal. <laughs> Roman's such a dick. <laughs> I love that I got headed to the end. Oh. oh, that's going to be a hell of a match. <laughs> oh, that kills me. <laughs> that motherfucker mic dropped him. That was amazing. On his own video. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> you know how savage that shit is? Six women tied coming your way here, folks. It's Raw versus SmackDown. As I was saying last week, what? Stop. Y'all saw what happened last week. I'm better off without JBL. He's a has been. He's the past. Get about JBL. It's time to remind people who Baron Corbin is. We had an interview, didn't we? And you interrupted it for Sami Zayn. For Sami Zayn! Roman Reigns destroys Sami Zayn in front of his family. He's a walking dead man. You know who the last person to beat Roman Reigns is? It's me, a guy who takes eight months to go home and nurse a minor injury. I don't see it. I'm not impressed. I don't get what everybody sees in front of me. I think Cody Rhodes is a joke. I think his dad is a joke. I think his dog. Words coming out of your mouth. His dog? How dare you? <laughs> I love how Farrell was the line. I love how he punches while saying get a ref simultaneously. Poof, get a ref! Words coming out of your mouth. I'm gonna need a ref for this shit. He took a brief intermission from whooping his ass to just get a ref. That's how you make a match. This was not a match. This was an ass whooping. Make a match on the fly. Ass whooping, Cody Rhodes versus Barry Corbin. Yeah, really. Poor Corbin, <laughs> he's in the doghouse, clearly. This is Cody Rhodes taking this opportunity from making his way to WrestleMania. Like, I love how even in a highlight, you can catch basically all the offense Corbin got. Because, yeah, he got mowed down in this. It's Raquel with Liv Morgan and Natalia. <laughs> so that's a bit now. All right, cool. And with that, we skip intros to go to a six-man tag team match. Asuka, Carmella, and Nikki Cross against Liv Morgan, Natalia, and Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> Don't fuck around and choke doing that shit one day. <laughs> I'll be fine. What are your thoughts here? Those Carmella's like Lita inspired gear. Yeah. Really good. Really glad that Natalia's hat didn't make it into the match. She had to take it off in order to perform. Really big ups for that. See, that would make it a handicap match then. Yeah, right. <laughs> Carmella's there too. Yeah, it's good to see her back. Because she's gonna be in her home mm -hmm. nation. She's not, she's not doing that most beautiful woman in the world bullshit anymore, so I'm happy. Asuka's new gimmick doesn't seem to be that different from the other gimmick, except she has a fucking kabuki mask. 
and she doesn't talk as much. Uh, I was about to say she's not singing and dancing all the time. So that's a vast yeah, improvement. Yeah. Now she's not doing much of anything. She seems more violent this time. Though. This, this feels more Kana-esque than just Offer. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, she does win this match. Right. You know. She, she has been getting quite well treatment since she's been back. Yeah. Because they really did let her get stale. Yeah. Like, she came here and just fucked up everybody, including her teammates. So there's our Elimination Chamber. We'll look at it further in better detail later tonight. Or in a little while, actually, because we're about to get into our vaults when we're done covering Raw. And then after that... Mustafa Ali against Bronson Reed. It's more murder. <laughs> he wants some matches, right? We're giving him matches. It might be just file the homicide, but we're giving him matches. Look at this shit. That was rough. They're like, fuck Mustafa. We don't need him. That was brutal. Good sell on that, man. How much of that was really selling, though? Tonight, you two were ambushed by the Judgment Day. Do you have any comments to what occurred? So hold on a minute. Tonight, you two were ambushed by the. They were not ambushed. That's the right information. <laughs> they ran out there. They had nothing to do with what was going on. They failed at an ambush. They, they were not the ambushed. Ambush. This is like the day in a white slap all over again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, who hit who first here? How did this go down? <laughs> You're painting like a really weird narrative here. These motherfuckers didn't ambush anybody. You know, they failed an ambush. Judgment Day. Do you have any comments <laughs> to what occurred? For a year now, week after week, back and forth with the Judgment Day. And it hasn't been back and forth. They pulled one over on us tonight. It's not going to matter. An elimination chamber, we show them exactly what's about to happen. We're going to remind the Judgment Day of exactly why we're called the grit couple that's not the greatest name like if i heard that out of context i would think it has something to do with the breakfast oh i want to talk about the elimination chamber why am i not in the elimination chamber i'm going to talk about my guests tonight Seth freaking rollins Once I saw the boots, I was like, oh, please, God, give it to me. <laughs> Rollins and his boots, man. Look at Astro Boy specials, right? <laughs> Are you guys done? What are those? It's called Style Miz. I know you wouldn't know a damn thing about it. But let's talk about the Elimination Chamber. Feel your focus has been split between Logan Paul, United States oh, Champion. Oh, came here tonight to sing, baby. 
Those boots are rough. And now you have the boots to match it. You got eliminated from the Royal Rumble match by Logan Paul. Why won't you talk about him in front of all the audience here tonight? Shut up, Mike! You want to know why I don't want to talk about him? That's why. That dream matters to me. You know who doesn't give a damn about that dream? Logan Paul. All he cares about is lining his own pockets. All he wants in life is attention, but what he needs is to have his teeth kicked in. I am not stupid. Yes, Chance, you're in the wrong company now. I am not stupid, but I am the only one that's headlined WrestleMania. They never do because of Logan Paul. Get into Mario Kart. Oh! But yo, he's not supposed to attack Miz on his own show. Ah, oh, it's Austin. Stop, that's what you get for over making fun of his boots. <laughs> ah, super kick with the boots. Ah, blackout and with the stupid boots. With the boots. <laughs> and then, of course, Austin Theory has to come and get his heat back. I told you, you are the best. You are the best. This Saturday night, inside the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, and then Mr. Boogs. Hey, well, listen, I, I've obviously I've heard all the comparisons between you and I. I, I am a chart topping musical artist. And you've got some decent guitar skills. I just want to say if you lose your match to Miz tonight, don't let it get you down. Good luck out there tonight. You and I could do a collaboration one day. Righteous. Yes. I was born and bred to rip and shred. Rick is going to shred the Miz tonight. That's really annoying. We need the Why is he like eight times bigger than Elias? What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, during the commercial break, Miz is still out while they're changing the <laughs> apron. <still selling. laughs> I love how they didn't even scoot him out of the ring. They just rolled him, they over, rolled him over the part that they going. needed to adjust, right? Unfreaking believable. Oh, shit. Like immediately. And Rick Boogs is out there now. And he's dead. Bailey and Becky Lynch win. Ridiculous. Miz had a rough night. The Judgment Day has the upper hand. Heading the Judgment Day. We always have the upper hand. I think they like it a little bit too much. But that's fine by me. It's going to happen again and again and again. Edge and Beth. And I'll add my pathetic dad to that list. The game has just passed them by. Fire it, fire it. At Elimination Chamber, I'm going to walk out United States Champion. Charlotte keeps saying that she's on a different level. But the only level that Charlotte's on is the one below me. My rise begins this Saturday <laughs> she said, at Elimination me. Chamber. When Finn and I, we beat the <laughs> crap. 
Edge and Beth Phoenix. If she wins, neither Becky Lynch. Jumping on ahead, past intros to the main event, non-title triple threat match: Bian- Becky Lynch versus Bailey versus Bianca Belair. If you're Bianca Belair, why? Wild Yeah, there was pretty solid. No complaints here. Everybody, everybody, all, they had like three of their best girls all in this one match together. Yeah, there was nothing on the line here, though, right? Well, how it was is that if uh, Bailey or Becky won, they got into the chamber. So Bianca basically stopped. Uh, Bianca winning would stop them from getting into the chamber. Well, that's disappointing. So they're gonna get like that one last chance shit that they do, and on SmackDown they get to try again or something. No, no, no. That's just it. This, this is a one-time thing. So they're probably gonna fight each other. Yeah, gonna... probably... Well, I've been hearing some people say that they're looking. This is looking like Becky might be going kind of the uh, the Rollins route from last year, where she's trying to find her way into WrestleMania. Oh God, not that storyline. She doesn't have like a clear route there. I was like, who's gonna be the Cody there? Because that's not what gonna a, work. What a terrible idea for an angle. An awful idea. Nope. Not when Bailey has friends. To help out Bailey. Gotta get you some friends so this doesn't oh, happen. Oh, they got her friends. friends. Oh, they did that thing again. Oh, God. Oh, there's the whole crowd splash. Becky and Bailey will see this as their opportunity. On to you. Bam. And that was it. Bianca stops two elimination teams. So that's what we wind up with. Yeah. Which is weird because it's, like, it's kind of weird to have that match because if one of them would have won, it would have been one or I believe one or two people extra. Road did 1.8 million viewers with a point forty seven in the 18 to 49 demographic. Pretty much around the same. They did 1,866,000 viewers with a point fifty five last week. So the demographic was higher instead of the point forty seven. But aside from that, they're pretty much smooth sailing as always. Yep. Business as usual. Mm-hmm. And with that, I think it's time for us to talk about the Elimination Chamber and give some predictions in regards to the, the current match lineup. The existing matches, if you will. And see what stands out or what we think is going to happen. And with that, we start with Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. See, this one's kind of hard for me just because this is the rubber match. So I guess then it would come down to, I guess, who would need to win more, which I think Bobby definitely benefits from beating Brock more than Brock benefits from beating Bobby at this point in their careers. I could see that. Like, like, let's be real, Brock's reached a point where Brock really doesn't need to beat anybody anymore. <laughs> He's a made man. But Stasis Bobby says, get, would get a rare honor. I mean, how many people can say they've beaten Brock twice? So. Yeah, Stasis says Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, I don't know. This one, you're right. This one's kind of hard to call. 
The hardest when you can justify either person winning. Yeah. I'll go for Bobby just because I think Bobby could use the boost of saying that he beat Brock twice. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It could go either way, but I'll go with you on that one for the time being. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a hard call, but yeah, I think Bobby. I think this might be the hardest call part of this whole event, honestly. <laughs> The Grit Couple. What do we call the other couple? It's not even a couple. <laughs> it's Rhea Ripley and Finn Balor. It's just Judgment Day. Huh. I think Judgment Day is taking this because they're probably going to have... I've been hearing the rumor supposed to be Edge versus Finn's Demon at WrestleMania, but I think this is going to build to Edge and Finn at, uh, at Mania. So you see Edge taking it? I see uh, I see Finn and Ripley taking it somehow. Really? I mean, because Dom... I, I see it because Dom's the only one of Judgment Day who doesn't have a match at the Elimination Chamber. So he'd be free to run in with shenanigans. And cost a match, and somehow maybe this goes into something else. Yeah, yeah I can yeah, see yeah, it probably yeah, yeah. It goes into Finn and Edge for WrestleMania. I think it'll be... Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Rhea Ripley and Dominic makes more sense. I guess if they, yeah, they would, they would have to do it before Mania then. Why? Because uh, Rhea has Charlotte at WrestleMania. Oh, that's true. Fuck. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know where this would go then. But then they could also have. Finn and Edge at Mania, even if Edge and Beth win. So, uh, I guess, ah, uh, man, tough one, isn't it? Yeah, this. <laughs> I was wrong. This two, both of these ones are, are tricky. See, I'm I'm trying to base my decision on just the fact that I've been hearing the rumor jumping around here and there is that Finn's gonna whip the demon out at WrestleMania for this match with Edge. And I'm like, what scenario makes it, I guess, a smoother transition? I think, now that I'm thinking about it, Edge winning it could, meet, could make it a little bit better. Because it's like, Finn can't get rid of him. So what does he do? He pulls that last rabbit out of his hat. He doesn't need a damn demon. <laughs> I feel like that's, a, that's so, so far removed from the story at this point. We have too many demon characters. I'm not saying they won't do it. I just hope they don't. It wouldn't shock me. I give it to Edge and Beth Phoenix, considering I think they need to get their heat back after Ed, uh, after she got concertoed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. And this is the Elimination Chamber women's match for the number one contendership, right? Yes, sir. Which title? This is for this is to decide who Bianca Belair faces at WrestleMania. So Raw Women's Title number one contendership in the chamber. I 
I think this one's going for Oscar. They brought I mean, her yeah, back. Yeah, it's gonna be Oscar. And they, they, they brought her back with this con this Kana esque gimmick. And she's the only one where it seems like they have like a real focus with right now. It really is. Like, what are they gonna do? Give it to Natalia because she has a new fucking hat? Right. It's, see, it's the only see if you if you were looking at it from a fan's point of view, the only reason it it could be Liv over Oscar's because Liv's been in virtually every chamber. So she has like the experience edge by a mile. But yeah, with everything that they're doing with Oscar, the new gimmick, the new music, the new violent streak, yeah, Oscar's gonna clean house in this thing. My secondary choice will be Rhea Ripley. I mean, not Rhea Ripley, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. And the reason behind this is because, let's not forget, weren't the two of them like old roommates and old friends? When they feuded in NXT, didn't they give like a backstory about how the two of them are like old buddies and shit? Oh, so you think they would do something with Raquel and Rhea after Mania? I think, I, I would assume so. See, I could, I could see that if she was still badass Raquel Gonzalez who was throwing people through walls and stages, but... Not the smiling girl, right? It's the, most yeah, see, if she wasn't so happy smiling and nerfed, I could see it, but... It's most likely Asuka, but it would, it would be interesting. Just because if we could get, like, the two of them on the top as champions, Rhea and Raquel. Yeah, that, that, that would work. That would work for a Night of Champions or a Survivor Series, depending on how they book it, you know? But yeah, I guess Asuka's the only part that makes sense here. Carmelo's just sort of thrown in there. Like, I don't really see. I mean, Liv would probably be a distant second just because they, like you said, the whole elimination. Yeah, she, she's been in, I think, in one way or the other, every women's elimination chamber, I believe she found her way into it. Yeah, I could see that. All and then right. she'll have to sign autographs afterwards. No. <laughs> <sighs> now, next is the Elimination Chamber for the United States title. Hmm. I think Theory's going to retain. But if Theory doesn't retain, I could see it being Montez. I don't know, like... The fact that he's was he's the only guy who's in like a full blown active tag team that's made it into this match. I don't know why that stands out to me for some reason. But like I don't know, I'm kind of leaning in his direction for this one. And that's assuming that theory doesn't re- um, theory um, doesn't retain. I don't think they're gonna split up the street profits. No, I, I couldn't see it being him winning the title and them splitting them up. That's what's that's the part that's kind of like. Has me a little on the fence with that pick. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'll see the only okay, yeah, the easy way to say the only people I see looking at it, I can see winning this is either Theory, Priest, or Ford. And I think if it wasn't Theory, I could probably I could probably see it. It's, it's like a close tie between Priest and Ford winning it. But I think I'm gonna just shoot and just say Austin Theory on this one. No, nah, I can't give it back to Seth. The type can't be playing hop. Yeah, oh yeah, not Seth. Yeah, Seth's not winning this. <laughs> I tell you yeah. what is really cool about this that I just thought about. What's that? 
there's NXT alum all over this match. Well, at this point, everybody's going to be an NXT alum unless they're old. Yeah. Because so you have three former North American champions, two former tag team champions. I think get two NXT champions. Yeah, there's alum all over this shit. The only time someone didn't have to stop off at NXT was AJ Styles. So, yeah. That's true. AJ and the Good Brothers. You got to be Bullet Club to be able to pass through. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think he's going to retain it. Yeah, I think there is because because they, they're they got to be getting to him and uh Cena for Mania. So I don't think Gargano would get it with his lack of storylines. Nah, he ain't doing enough. It's Reed just and Bronson Reed. He just got back. I think he's gonna have like the classic big man destruction display in this match, but he's definitely not taking it. Seth is obviously gonna do fantastic because I mean it's Seth Rollins like. Lastly, this is it. The streak's gonna be broken. New Universal Champion. You stupid. <laughs> Cody versus Sammy. WrestleMania. So, <laughs> so the only thing I'm wondering in this match is how close they're gonna let Sammy get to winning. Jay's gonna turn, man. Jay's gonna turn. Uh, I don't know because I know they're gonna, gonna try to help him, and he's gonna turn. Roman's gonna be like, "Do you really think that my blood was gonna turn for you?" <laughs> like I'm gonna tell you right now, if they really want to just get the best reaction out of the crowd, they have to do the old um, "Don't do a dusty finish." Guy get, yeah, guy gets the pin, no, but his foot's on the rope just in don't time. Do the fucking dusty finish, man! And you talking about? I'm and then the ref, it'd be the greatest the, reaction. What like Kevin have the ref come out? Shit with the crash. Well, you talking about like the full dusty finish, like where the where like they celebrate and then the ref comes out and it's like no, wait, no, not, wait, not, wait. not 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 celebrate, like have it to where it happens in such close proximity. Oh, so you mean just if you're a, not paying attention, you think he got it? So but the ref's like the only a, one that saw he didn't. So a false finish, basically. Like yeah, a very close like, like, a, like a razor thin false finish. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like do the full dusty finish where like they celebrate, but then like a ref comes running out and they show it on the. Oh no no no, like, no 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 no! <laughs> now the match has to resume. No, <laughs> I hate those. Like, see, because like kind of like they did. I don't know if you remember um when Rollins and Neville fought for the WWE title and he got that razor thin near finish, something like that. He's a. Uh, Quest said that he told that Jay can't be in Canada because of his legal issues. Is that still a thing? Fuck. Um, apparently, from what I've heard, they're gonna let both Usos come. Hmm. Good. I guess I mean for the occasion, like hey, but it just—it sounds like they can't just go there willy nilly though. Oh man. Yeah, Roman's taking us. Obviously, yeah, I mean, he just hit 900 days as Universal Champion, so yeah, they're not they're not closing that out of the chamber. No, not at all. It's a shame that that can't be more exciting, you know? It's because like we know, yeah, you, you kind of to, without, to be able you know? to 100% enjoy it, you kind of have to take the element out that we already know how this is gonna go. Cause that's literally what I've been doing ever since I found this match was gonna happen. I'm like, okay, I gotta just ignore the fact that I know Sammy's not gonna win. <laughs> and don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, there's a watch along. 
Saturday night. We're going to be yep, all here. Jump in, enjoy the fun. Absolutely. Couldn't hurt, right? We always oh, have yeah. a blast. The last few have been a ton of fun. Mm hmm. All right. So we'll see you guys Saturday for that. In other news, let's see what else we got. You're going to want to run everything. Yeah, and a bit of unfortunate news Jerry Jarrett passed away. Big promoter, huge promoter. You guys know father of Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Dutch Mantel broke the news saying, I'm hearing reports of my friend and longtime booking booker promoter Jerry Jarrett died this morning in Tennessee. I last saw him last year when we did the Vice Show, the, the territories in Atlanta. Very creative booker. Condolences to Jeff, Deborah, and the Jarrett family. And was she one of the co-founders of TNA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been a been a promoter like forever. Tony Khan actually speaks about it a little bit on Busted Open Radio. Been terrible news in the wrestling business to lose one of the greatest minds, one of the greatest figures ever in this business. Somebody who's a visionary and one of the greatest promoters ever. He was a legendary pro wrestler and certainly one of the greatest storytelling minds ever in the wrestling business the late great jerry jarrett and jeff jarrett is here in laredo texas today with us and jeff has said he wants to wrestle tonight on the show and, and push forward and that is such a brave and courageous decision i think um and we would respect whatever jeff wants to do but in this case jeff told me he wants to wrestle tonight and I'm very appreciative of everything Jeff does here in AEW. He's a real villain the way he handles things in the ring sometimes, but out of the ring, working backstage, Jeff has been great for AEW. And I just want to give to the entire Jarrett family our condolences again. And just, I could sit here and talk, and I gladly would come back and sit down and talk for hours on end about all the joy that Jerry Jarrett's Memphis Wrestling promotion is given to people and, and how much I learned from watching the TV shows that Jerry Jarrett wrote in Memphis. And it was also really, in so many ways, the last of the territories. It survived yeah. for so long, and the Jarrett's run in the wrestling business is unparalleled. And it was not long after they stopped running the company in Memphis that they launched TNA. And to have so many decades promoting in this business, to go from running one of the greatest regional wrestling businesses of all time to founding an international wrestling company that lives on to this day. It is an incredible, incredible legacy and certainly so much of what I learned about pro wrestling, I learned from the Jarrett's. So it means so much uh, to have Jeff here and it's incredible that Jeff is going to carry on that family legacy in the wrestling business and again, just a terrible, terrible loss for everyone involved and so much love from AEW sending out to the Jarrett family. It's been yeah, he was super influential, man. You know, it was a big deal. Oh, for sure. Like whenever you hear old territory stories, Jerry Jarrett's a name that comes up a ton. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That is a heavy loss for the wrestling world. Yeah, it really is. The Rock also addressed it. Hey, so this is not a post that I enjoy doing, but it's certainly an appropriate post, and it's definitely a respectful post. Uh, in the world, the wild world of pro wrestling, the world that I love, we lost a legend this week, and uh, the name of that legend is Jerry Jarrett. And while most of you may not be familiar with that name, you may recognize the last name Jarrett. Uh, Jerry Jarrett's son, Jeff Jarrett, uh, WWE legend, good buddy of mine. I've known him since I was a little kid. We came up together in the world of wrestling, certainly in the in uh, the Memphis, Tennessee territory, which I'm going to get to in a second. But uh, Jeff Jarrett uh, and the Jarrett family, Jeff lost his dad and the Jarrett family lost the... Uh, the patriarch of the family, Jerry Jarrett. And I want to take a moment to acknowledge Jerry's contributions uh, to the world of pro wrestling. Of course, the world that I love. Um, and for those, many of you who don't know, before wrestling became the global sensation that it is today, uh, dominated by the WWE, uh, before it became a publicly traded company, across the country were little territories, smaller territories where uh, regional territories where wrestlers would wrestle for maybe a year, year and a half, or when their run was done, they'd pack their stuff and they drove on down the road. Literally, we would pack the back of our cars and we'd drive on down the road to the next territory. So I lived on the road the majority of my childhood. And one of the territories that we went to when I was a kid was Memphis Wrestling. And Memphis Wrestling, at one time, uh, and this is not hyperbole, at one time in the 70s, the, the early 80s and the mid 80s, and I think even creeping up into the late 80s, uh, was the hottest wrestling territory in the country. It was on fire at the Mid-South Coliseum and every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., Channel 5 Wrestling, wrestlers would wrestle there in the studio. Uh, and Jerry Jarrett was the maestro of that. He created and built and fostered this incredible wrestling territory uh, and I got to tell you, as a fan and a lover of the world of pro wrestling, uh, Memphis wrestling in the late 70s, early 80s had such a strong influence on my career, how I worked uh, the microphone, how I worked in my matches, uh, the storytelling that I would put in my matches, how I uh, decided that I wanted to become a ring general. There was so much of Memphis wrestling that influenced my style. And that was all because of Jerry Jarrett. And I also want to acknowledge Jerry Jarrett. There was... My father, my dad, the soul man, Rocky Johnson, he wrestled for Jerry Jarrett uh, and Jerry Lawler, who owned, who owned a piece of that company back then in the late 70s. And then my dad went back to wrestle for Jerry Jarrett um, in 1986-87 when we were evicted off the island of Hawaii. We couldn't pay the rent. And my dad was having a real hard time finding a job. And Jerry Jarrett gave him a job. I'll never forget that. I always appreciate it. I just want to publicly acknowledge that about Jerry at a time when we really needed it. I appreciate that so much. And then years later, this punk kid came in uh, when I had seven bucks in my pocket, the infamous seven bucks. Uh, I didn't have a job either, but I had a passion for pro wrestling. I thought I had something to offer. Jerry Jarrett gave me a job in 1996, and I'll never forget it. So thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. And to Jeff Jarrett, my buddy, and his wife, Karen, and the entire Jarrett family, 
I'm so sorry for your loss. Stay strong. I'm sending you guys all the love and light and the mana and the strength during this time. I've been there and I know the pain of what it's like to lose a dad. So uh, I want to try and end this on an uptick, on a positive note to the Jarrett family and to all the world of pro wrestling uh, and to the world at large. Um, what a life that that man lived. Uh, what contributions, but what a life, what an impact. What a life that man lived and what a life we all have to, to celebrate. All right, Jarrett family, Jeff and everybody, stay strong. Love you guys. And um, right now, Jerry and the soul man are up there <laughs> looking down. All right, you guys stay strong. That was nice. Oh, yeah, very nice. I like that he gave that little breakdown of how the territories and everything worked as well, you know? Yeah, you've been amazed how many people still don't understand how that concept really worked. Yeah, absolutely. Jeff Jarrett put out a series of tweets in regards to his father. He said, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, all you want to smile but have to sigh when care's pressing you down a bit rest if you must but don't you quit life is queer with his twists and turns as every one of us sometimes learns and many a failure turns about when he might have won if he'd stuck it out don't give up though the pace seems slow you might succeed with another blow often the struggler has given up when he might when he might capture the victor's cup and he learned too late when the night slipped down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the flight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you mustn't quit. Then he hashtag dad. That was nice. Yeah, very classy of him to wrestle on that Dynamite episode, given the circumstances of what happened, to just sort of power through it, you know, because I know he was close with his father. Oh, yeah, extremely close. I've noticed, like, with some wrestlers, that tends to be, like, almost their therapy. Like, if they lose a family member, you get out there and you almost kind of you wrestle your way through it. Exactly. Because, like, we've seen that's what Mark's done with Jay. That's what Jared did with Jerry. So, like... Yeah, no doubt. Kind of, kind of gives you a way to be as close to them as everybody else, just one more time, in a sense. But with that, thoughts and prayers to the family, to the Jarrett's, to everyone else involved. Amen to that. And in another bit of bad news, superstar Jimmy Graham is a. Uh, I mean, sorry, Superstar Billy Graham. I already fucked that up, huh? <laughs> Superstar Billy Graham has had another bout of health issues. And uh, I want to get the picture. I don't have it on me, but I want you to see because he does not look good. Oh, God, I don't even know if I'm ready for this. Probably but then again, when am I ever ready for these things? I have to find it first of all. I don't even know where the hell it is. Because I wasn't really planning on covering it, but then I realized I, I did want to share out the GoFundMe. Yeah, I found it. Don't worry. That's a name I haven't thought of in years. My God. What, Superstar Billy Graham? Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm actually capturing the picture right now. I'm on his GoFundMe page. I'll give you guys the details in a second. Bear with us. We do it live here, as you know. You know, some of this stuff's on the fly. So. That's when it's natural, though. So He was the one. Wasn't he the one that was, like, basically putting over steroids? Yeah, he was the guy who said, I think it was during Kofi's world title run he was like Kofi if you want to get over you need to get on steroids what great wholesome fucking advice from an from an older person you right? see it's kind of it's interesting talking about this because I'm like I haven't I haven't been able to stay in Billy Graham for years just because of shit like that and I'm like oh god now he's having health issues like yeah it's pretty brutal oh my god yeah no like, I almost didn't recognize him So, it says here, friends, Wayne Billy has had a very rough run late, lately. He coded, but God decided that it was not his time to go and brought him back to us. It's coded like when you flatline? Basically. Wow. He is going on over three weeks in the Mayo Hospital ICU, checked into a rehab center, and is now back at the Mayo. He is dealing, he, he is dealing with a myriad of serious health issues a major infection in his ears and skull that may take six months of intravenous ivs con congestive heart failure diabetes hearing loss as a result of the infection and the list goes on he's facing a long period of rehab and his insurance will only pay for a portion of this he's facing at least two months in a skilled nursing facility jesus christ once he stabilized and released from the male hospital wayne has lost 45 pounds in the last three weeks Wayne's wife, Valerie, is doing the best she can to work full-time while also doing all she can for her husband. They're facing mounting long-term medical bills. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. God bless you all. Prayers will be much appreciated. So, yeah, once again, thoughts and prayers. And to anybody with a disposable income, obviously, here is the GoFundMe if you want to support and help out in any possible way. Hope that works out. Yeah. Even as small as just sharing it, tweeting it out, anything, stuff like that helps. I told you the news was all over the place this week, man. I looked at this program and man. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to die. You're going to fly. All of the above. You might need to get high afterwards. about him. <laughs> Yeah, you said this shit was all over the place. That was an understatement, sir. <laughs> Somebody tell Jericho. I'm sure Jericho's going to probably put a few thousand dollars in there already. He probably already done it and New just hadn't broke yet. You know, Jericho doesn't play around and he never brags about that shit either. He just quietly donates to things. He's a really cool guy. That's the best part about it. You never hear Jericho saying he did it. It's just somebody else tells us Jericho did it. So Fightful is reporting that Thunder Rosa returned to the road. She's been backstage. And uh, apparently in an effort to ease the tension, uh, I guess she had some sort of like a locker room meeting. 
with all of the women that that were present and uh they were basically saying that she did a lot of making amends for several issues that came up along the way during her previous run in the company and there were people on the roster that took the issue with her approach to doing things and believed that she made others on the women roster seem like bullies and there was a lot of complaints about sandbagging and working stiff and one person on the roster was quick to say that rosa was met with some of that early in her AEW run as well, but that had long been rectified. Yeah, I guess when it was with Sophia Cortez, aka um, fuck, what's her name out of NXT? Evelise. Evelise, right? Um, I can't believe I still call her the NXT name. That's the first thing I saw her. Um, it's because you're in Washington with her underground. That's just- <laughs> yeah, I still. That's the most I've seen of her was in, in NXT. And there's some people who uh, took issue with her. Um, not being on the road with AEW while traveling and doing other work, and questioned the legitimacy of her injury. And uh, apparently this entire time she wasn't wrestling, but she was doing Spanish language commentary. And they said that the meeting was productive. And my AEW management apparently said the meeting was productive and hoped that it, it was a clean slate. I hope so, too, man. That's the last thing they need is more drama over there. Exactly. It seemed like there was drama in every corner of that company. They don't they they, they managed to lose their their veil of professionalism over WWE that they at one point had, which now just seems like the place the kids hang out. You know, and that in itself is a little bit unfortunate. Like, I've, I haven't heard of so many fights in wrestling since, like, the 80s. It's amazing that they're able to pull this off without the cocaine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in, like, in the past, it was just like, man, wrestlers used to be on coke, and that's why there was so much violence and fighting and shit. But now they just hang out and play video games in the locker room and talk about Pokemon, and now they started fucking each other up again. It's like, minus the coke? <laughs> the hell's going wrong, you guys? Oh, shit, that's great. <laughs> we can't just have nice things? Nah, man, it's 2023. There's no such thing as nice things. craziness alright well let's talk about NXT shall we oh yeah I almost fucking forgot about it I'm not gonna lie I was thinking here like what is it what else what else what else what else ah yes that nothing just like <laughs> NXT one last time sound terrible right you know they came to us from the performance center the same place they always come to us from aside from that one pay per view Tyler Bate versus Grayson Waller. Oh, it's good to have Tyler Bate back. It is. It definitely is. Just out of nowhere, you know? They decided to reincorporate him into everything. Everybody crotch chops now, and the whole company is not special anymore. At this point, unless DX does it, it's not special. Everybody's like, fuck it, Triple H is in charge. We love it. Crotch up. Yeah, but overall, good match. Grayson Wallace come a long way. I'm glad that his, uh, I like the new attire, even though he stayed with shorts, that it's like the, the, the attire just fits him better. You know? He was like yeah, baggy was really man well the first time around. Yeah, really solid stuff overall. But, uh, Tyler yeah, this Bate. This is an excellent match between these two, though. Yeah, Tyler Bate does go over. Look at Booker Teeth. I love that. <laughs> He's like, I ain't helping you. Like, nope, nope. Oh, <laughs> listen to him. Though. Listen to him. 
level to make it good, man. Come on. Come on, man. We're going to use Booker over here. Hey, Booker, be a good distraction, okay? Yeah, Tyler Bate hasn't missed a beat. That's one of the best things about seeing him in action. I mean, hey, you don't just get a former two-time NXT UK champion for no reason. No, you definitely don't. Incredible. Yeah, every part of this match was incredible, though. Like, this was a great opener for NXT. Yeah, definitely. This part kills me when he tried to tune up the bank. And then he got popping back. Fingertips on the ropes. Caught. You like her, she likes you. What's the problem? I've never. Oh, you see. Bro, it's all right, man. You're 22. You've never kissed a woman before? Why'd they do that to them? Uh, I uh, I don't know, but it makes me sad. It, I really like that team up until that point. Don't make him a fucking virgin. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, he 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 has never tasted the foot. No, he, you want everybody to know? Oh, she goes ninety. I go ten. <clears throat> Brick Bricks, I don't like this. I'm going ninety, Brooks. So yep. I'm going 90, quoting and he, it. And he walks in during, she walks in during the, the, the practice makeout. Walks the 90-10 thing. It's, it's cool. Yes. I think that you should know that. Yes, I need to know. I... Which it might not, when you walk Kiana to her door. It's... Any last advice? No. Yeah, this girl messes everything up because she kept hearing Kiana talking to somebody else. Look at that. Shawn Michaels throws out Grayson Waller from last week when he was interrupting the conference call. What we did was share the. I'm not focused on the future. I'm not focused on the past. The only. Yeah, the only thing we're focused on is not Apollo Cruz. Right. And yeah, I think I have the JC Jane thing here. She, uh, she basically, I mean, they always push the heel in that situation. Yeah. You know, which is definitely um, a sign that that's the one that they want. She does, she does have a good look to her. She talks a little bit about an unbusted open. This business is all about moments and memories. And you created a moment and a memory that's going to be talked about 10, 15, 20, 25 years down the road 
Like, just talk about that moment that you created last week on NXT. Man, it was sweet. Uh, I feel like it was a long time coming, that moment. We kind of were teasing it for a while, but nobody knew when it was going to explode. And I think we just kept trying to trick, 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 and we had you in the palm of our hands, and then, bam, there it is. It was a cool moment. I'm, wow. Speaking, I'm, of, speaking of bam... Like the the kick heard around the world. That's right, the boot heard around the world. Listen, how, how does it feel though to have the the mainstream attention of the whole world of pro wrestling to have your name on the lips of every announcer, of every radio show, every podcast, every I don't know about that. interaction on social media. Like how how, how does that feel? Was this that big of a deal? Really surreal. I mean, I've seen that boot replayed a few different places. I was kind of always a third wheel. You know, everybody always talks about Mandy. She's been here for so long. Everybody always watches everything she does. And then you have Gigi, who had a huge name on the Indies before she came to NXT. Yeah, she was Priscilla Cali. Like, well, and you were just you. So now for everybody. She leaves at the tuna. Paying attention and have my name in their mouth. And now I'm the talk of the town. Like, that's huge for me. That's all I've wanted for a really long time. So I'm happy about it. I mean, yeah, when she puts it down that way, it does make sense to, like, give her the bigger end of this because she's the one who needs it the most. Yeah, and the whole purpose of this angle was they were literally redoing the Rockers' breakup. Yeah. they were talk She talks about getting Sean's blessings to redo some history was a big deal and that they didn't want to mess it up or screw up and they wanted to make a memory. So this was very much supposed to be like uh like the Shawn Michaels heel turn with Marty Jannetty, the Rockers heel turn. Just in case you guys want to look at a comparison here. Well, I think I've seen the side by side. No, this isn't side by side, it's one after the other. Look at damage control. They're on top of the world right now. Yes, we are. And you guys really need to think about that. Listen, this place is an absolute shark tank. At the end of the day, I need somebody that I can trust. Somebody that's going to have my back. Someone that's been through the ringer with you. Yeah. Gigi, I'm not going to lie. When I get pissed, I cut real, real deep. I aim straight for the jugular. And I can sit here and say, oh, I'll change. But... We know that's never gonna happen. So I mean, why even sit here and lie, right? No lies. But Gigi, in all honesty, no matter what happens, you will always be my sister. You're my sister too. You really are. Aw. And I mean, the way I see it, we have two options. We can either go our separate ways and see what happens, or we can have one more run. <laughs> one more run at the NXT Women's Tag Titles? Or... Or... No offense, Bailey, but what if we take a run at Damage Control and the WWE Women's Tag Titles? on 
the now, all right? We're focusing on the now, and you guys seem like you feel a lot better, thanks to me. Seems like you're on the same page, so let's bring it back, you know? Hug it out. Hug it out, come on. Yeah! There we go. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, the happy couple, Toxic Attraction. Thanks to Bailey and Ding Dong Hello. Oh! And the blueprint is still on her face, Quest says. That's <laughs> terrible. That is crazy. Because oh, wow. oh, of the angle that they caught her with it. Oh, good lord. And then there is the uh... original. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn my back to you right now. And if you want to go on your own, then walk off and leave. If you want to stick together and make this thing work, when I turn around, we're going to shake hands and we're going to go on a rock and roll like a rockers can do. They need each other. You know that. Sounds fair to me. They need each other. My favorite line. <laughs> Are you kidding? What a despicable act that was. Oh my god. Right through the glass window of the barber shop. Kennedy tried to dive through the window to escape. That was my favorite line of the whole thing. That's the most troll <laughs> announcement. That was the most troll commentary shit ever. Like, listen to that. What a thing to say. The drama, the drama back then, right? Oh man! And he bladed while he was underground. Good stuff, guys. Oh, 
did that. They did that angle justice, though. Yeah, it was a modern day version of that. You know, I don't know about you, but I almost like the fact that the door barely budged when JC threw her. I'm sure she didn't like it. I mean, the the wrestler yeah. in her probably likes to how good that looked. Right, because it was stiff, literally stiff. Oh, she! I, I feel like you could only pull that with freaking Gigi. Yeah, we pretty much watched a clip of this already. We could jump ahead. And she plays the video package in case we haven't seen it enough times. See, she's, she's just a little rattled. She didn't get taken to the dark side and become part of Schism. A little, that bitch is shook. Going to practice every spirit, and I got that from my parents. My parents instilled me, get me out of class real quick, and she would say, Yeah, she is a specimen, huh? Good old solo Ruka here. That is talent, that is bananas. I'm right back up. NXT has some wild women in it, right? I'm telling you, like, they got some aces in that division. Stratton, also, Stratton's very solid. They're still doing some sort of a storyline with her possibly joining in schism because don't one of them show up during this somewhere, like on the top somewhere? Yeah, yeah, he was showing up at the, uh, in the crowd. Aww. Well, it's more like she, like, schism's trying to get, trying to get, to get their claws in her. Yeah, what'll well, most likely happen then? We're gonna see the end of Chase U, so it's gonna be Chase two dudes. Look, there he is. What a weird. That's just strange. It doesn't look intimidating or mystical. It just looks fucking dumb. Right? Am I just being picky here? Everyone needs to stop trying to do mystical shit. Just everybody, stop doing mystical shit. Look what you did. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're they're, they're not mystical. They're just creepy. Bro, that's a denim jacket. (laughs) How are you going to be creepy in a denim jacket? You know how many people are creepy in denim jackets? Denim jacket what? says creepy. Okay. Fucking <laughs> denim jacket. What does he have on his feet? Timberlands? Like Timberlands and a, de- and a fucking denim jacket coming out here with glow in the dark face paint? How come we couldn't give some of that shit to Bray? He could have used some of that glowing face paint. Oh, it's a mask. I see. I can't tell nowadays. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, clearly, it's a mask. I thought that was his face. No. See, these, see those are the guys that run up on you at the airport. This is creepy. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, the, the Stratton <laughs> fucked up. Do you see that there? Oh, she caught nothing but legs there, like that. She hurt her pretty bad. You see her wince in pain. Oh, it basically instead of being a fucking swanton like it was supposed to be, it just became like a leg drop. Yeah, it was a flip you know? leg drop. Yeah, across the big section. Come on, girl. Be careful. You're gonna kill motherfuckers out here. <laughs> kill the shitty ones. Don't kill and what's with these ugly tope suicidas that that we're getting here? Look at that. That's like just a few a few frames away from death. Suicida. <laughs> I guess they call it suicida for a fucking reason. Exactly. <laughs> like, 
I'm not liking too much here, man. I like Thea Hale's character more than I like her wrestling. I got to be honest, man. See, I barely... I think this is like... I can't even remember the last time I've seen her wrestle. So it's like... Yeah, maybe it's for the best. Going on in her mind is Stratton was victorious. Ladies, ladies! Specifically, Tato. Javi time. Good boy. Javi <laughs> time. Oh, yeah. I saw this. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait till we get to this part." It's my boy, Javi time. Look at that, <laughs> big body Javi. Big body Javi. <laughs> he was about to say Javi time only comes around just once a year. Javi, thank you. We don't want to hear it. Get out of here, with your big body Javi. The women weren't feeling big body Javi today. Hey, it's your boy. <laughs> you make his music sound so shitty. It's actually pretty dramatic, though, like when you listen to it. It is. Like, that's an intro, even with the weird. Yeah, and then not Gable Stevenson. That motherfucker attacked people in flannel. You gotta whoop his ass on principle at that point. Yeah, I like Axiom, so I'm glad we got to see the former A kid in action once again. And this guy's oh, yeah. not too bad either, you know? He, he Yeah, he's not bad. It's just his presence bugs me. He was introduced poorly. I think that's really what it was. They did a bad job of Yeah, that's like him. like you're like your Gable Stevenson brother who we haven't seen any of gable stevenson like yeah and he was already put in a questionable stable because no one really liked diamond mine that much at the time it just seemed like a place to hold roderick strong hostage and then he disappeared off the grid afterwards yeah and then when roderick was gone he was the least centered part of diamond mine so it was just like yeah and they had their date is that look at how romantic it looks right how oh, fancy yeah, that's fancy oh, though. Are those chicken fingers? Are those chicken fingers or fish sticks? That's real fancy. I think those are wings. Oh. Let's go. Tell him what? Yeah, he's kicking your ass out for interrupt interrupting the, the meeting. Different in here tonight. Like, it's different. Feels. Gender. Thank God. I would love to bro respectfully because I admire, but I know very well the weight. I completely understand all the media. All a former WWE champion to the current. You damn straight. What the hell are you talking about? Of fans who once loved you i know better than anyone else you either die a hero that is exactly or you live long enough to see yourself become the gender you cannot acknowledge the fact <laughs> kill me before that <laughs> the new three-man band here the new three-man band oh, oh god oh 
Like that he said in a Steiner voice. People don't like you. And I know why you said this. They're not even gonna He's the only band member left. To be fair, they get better music than the old three man band. You know what? Yeah. That's our bad, and we wanna have this match. I mean, who wouldn't want to go against the I have my reasons. I have my reasons for having this match. After everything she put me through. I enjoyed seeing Gigi's like toxic attraction is dead. Indy's sort of starting to float into the background. No good. For the NXT North American Championship, and I'm standing here. He's been looking for gold for a long time. And look at that, he's gonna fight Tony D. Nope. <laughs> Instead of Von Wagner. Uh, I'd rather Tony D. Nope. You don't miss Von Wagner? No, I don't miss forehead Wagner. Listen, he can be a star. He has everything going for him. He just needs someone to help them help him. <laughs> I think that's so. In other words, though. he'll never be a star. Gotcha. He needs someone to help them help him. I mean, it's so easy. I don't know. I don't know how he couldn't figure out this formula by now. You got to help them help him. He needs somebody to shave down those Super Saiyan 3 eyebrows. That's what he needs somebody to fucking do. Like, this motherfucker looks like he can't look up. Like, what? Or he chooses not to. I'm going to choose different. He does good big guy stuff. He's like a Corbin they haven't broke. He's on heat. Ugh. You'd rather be our Robbie. <laughs> Man, who calls him Robbie? Like, Good God! Like I said, I just think he needs someone to help them help him. Look at that! He gave him his own boots. That's a moment right there between these two, just to show him that he's progressed <laughs> as a student and and the bond that they share. He gave him silver boots, symbolic silver being the, the number for second in command. <laughs> Hey, let's skip all that. We don't need any of that. Singles match, Charlie Dempsey versus Hank Walker. Being accompanied by Drew Gulak. Yeah, and I, that kid, he may not sound like a regal, but he wrestles like one, huh? Boy, kick ass just like his daddy. He damn sure does. It's been a treat having him around, though. One more time. Dragon Dempsey. Oh, Dempsey. Like, Charlie has a very, very bright future ahead of him. Go, Charlie. I like that his finisher, too, is like an altered version of the real stretch. What? You got nothing to say? You lost the match because you don't have a connection to me. You got to help me help, Yvonne. Help me. <laughs> that says come Tuesday. You want me help you. Okay, so. Did you know he was going to say that? He, I mean, he says it every week. So I'm going to ask you a question. We have a pa I see a pattern here. He loses a match. He has a tantrum. Help me help you. Help me help you. What do you think is going to happen? Like I, I you, to predict know. where the storyline is going. I keep forgetting this is a storyline. Be perfectly honest with you. Because to be honest, the only place I could think that this goes is that eventually he loses one match too many. He comes back here and then Robbie E goes, help me help you. And he beats the shit out of Robbie E and they split up. 
And if that's where this is going, it's just a shame that it's that fucking obvious. Did they really have to put us through many help me help you? Could we just like fucking rip the bandaid already? Actually, I wish Von Wagner would at least ask him, what does that mean? How do I help you help me? If I help you help me, then are you just helping me help you? Then who are we helping? They need to help me and get this abomination off my screen. <laughs> That's what they need to do. Help me help you. Please. Somebody help him. Then we're going to have to stop hearing about it. It's like I couldn't be less interested in the person. That's what makes it so bad. Sometimes I feel like Va like Robbie puts that chair there. So he has something to throw when he comes in. For you is you're a meme that says come Tuesday. You want to help you. You got to help me. <sighs> Lost? No, 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 no. Just come to uh, observe the way. You're not so great. We could beat you. In so now we got a pool segment with these guys. Another game or two? Maybe another refill? Yeah. NXT has a lot of outside vignettes, right? Which I guess is yeah. good. It reminds me of the Attitude Era. People are just at different random locations. It was a cool element to it. It's like you know they're going to see each other outside the place. Last week you made your return after. But I believe the pain helps. And for JD, this! It's just the and I will not move until you come out here and you meet it's the thing that you're the baddest man out of Europe. Well, I say I, I will drop you like JD dropped you four months ago. No, now huh? I, I tell you what, let me make this crystal clear. Come on out here, yeah, come on out here, dog. You don't want this problem. rest in peace, trick. Yeah, you got to be careful with this guy. The life of the party, me away from my mission. <laughs> You tore my retina. You should have listened to show these people exactly what I'm capable. Ah, oh, trip. Now you're gonna. Now you have a problem. Oh yeah, of course. Now look, easy pickings. Everybody here looks like they've been through hell. And it's a title match next week. They're ready to eat for everybody. Okay, yeah. Everybody can uh, get it. Hey, man, I hear you. I hear you. That man could throw his shoulders. He could throw his knees, his toes. It don't matter. He's Country music now. <laughs> try, so. I should try some of that line dance. The food was really... Oh, back to these lamers. They're just making her lame. Someone who came off like a cold, Great night for you, but she's cheating. angry woman. What? I was hoping because Zach is my brother. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Yo, Stasis oh. called it. Stasis called it from the first phone call where she was on the phone with someone named Zach and this chick was just being a busybody. Instead of minding her damn business, she was like, Zach's going to turn out to be her brother. She fucking called it. And now this chick oh. fucked it up for him. I didn't. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I was just trying to. From a challenge and he's yeah. So Whoops. Your brother. You got Han Solo. Solo, 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 solo. I'm Han Solo. So. <laughs> so I love how they announced. Uh, <laughs> they announced for next week that he's dragging off a trick. And I see Quest in the chat room say he gonna die on Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> so. This made me laugh because of social media. Because 
I think it was, it might have been Sports Kia on Facebook. They posted the boss competes on NXT and all the marks go Sasha Banks. And it's like, no, Miko Sasha. Yeah, the original boss, which is still weird for me boss. because it's like, what the hell is Mika Sakamura doing out here, right? Yeah, it's been a while since last time we saw her in NXT was when uh, her and Mandy unified the titles. Yeah, what was she want with that title? You know, like she's a legend in her own right. I'm surprised she's coming all the way to to, to this. She show up and show the other girls love. Yeah, I guess so. Roxanne it's always Roxanne. a treat to see her though, because that girl is um, incredible. Roxanne gets all the perks, huh? Man, I'm just... so proud of that girl. It's insane. Ninja's this was a great match, though, and it was good to see, of course, Miko come back to NXT after a few months, I think it's been. Yeah, definitely. Very solid stuff. And of course, I mean, the ninjas, they're the ninjas. What else is new? Everything's fantastic. And that's going to help. I don't think Miko's going to win it from Roxanne, but I think it's good to help elevate her, help put her over. I like that she's getting a challenge like that because, like, Miko, like, they, they call her the final boss for a reason. And for Roxanne to be able to get past her is a major feather in her cap. Yeah, and Roxanne worked out really well, you know? Oh, yeah. I was a little worried about her at first, but no, that girl has been absolute gold. Like, I'm glad that they're treating her as well here as they did um in ROH. So now we know where this is going. It looks like it'll be an NXT roadblock the next event. Awesome. Fantastic. Oh, that's going to be a hell of a match. NXT is doing good. You know, I like that they've come into their own style. I think NXT is a, a victim of being on an unfortunate time slot. It's 24 hours after Raw. You know? Yeah, it's like in between hours. Raw and Dynamite. That's not a great spot. Really 21 hours because you have to watch Raw for three hours. So the next time you're watching wrestling is like 21 hours later. Oh, I God, think. yeah. <laughs> That's what it really like, is. Like, they're in, they're in a bad spot, but not as bad of a spot as, like, Rampage. Because, like, you're not coming directly off of something when NXT comes on. All right. I think that that's it, though, right? That's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, guys. This Saturday, we are going to be back here for the watch-along of WWE Elimination Chamber 2023. We're going to have five matches to look forward to. They might add a sixth one on SmackDown. Between then and now, we'll, of course, be here on Twitch in the chat room. And those of you that are part of our Discord can come hang out with us backstage we have a lot of activities that we do not on the air that you might enjoy always hit us up just drop us a dm twitch.tv slash talkbrunch talkbrunch.com hit us up on social media and everything hanging out across all of the various airwaves of itunes spotify iHeartRadio, apple pod podcast addict player fm and all of the other various platforms it is safe journey Lady Brunch Live, episode 562, hosted by yours for myself and my co-host Destin Soglo Frazier. 
Happy wrestling, everybody. See you in the chamber. <laughs>